Sisters, on this episode number 149 of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and to play. I'm one of your four hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novacell. What's up? What's up, buddy? On his left and my right, the volleyball and beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words or less, or your money back, Ronnie Johantis. Hi. Hi. And then the final member of the GMG Quadfecta who's got music in his heart, Apex Legends on his brain, and La Carreta in his old stomacho, Mark Boucher. <laughs> What's up? What's up, my buddy? Uh, wait, I think there's a guest in our midst. In our mist, midst, mist. I left the midst. D out. I don't know why. You know, <laughs> the mist of the show sometimes I'm in. speaking Portuguese, English, and I just leave my letters in out. Our myth. I forget. In our myth, I'm just going to talk like the guy from Prince, Princess Bride. The rest of the night, the that's right. The, the, the whatever that guy's called. Uh, yeah, he's one. <laughs> back to the guest. We have a guest in our midst. He is one of the four illustrious hosts of our uncle podcast, Married to the Games. A connoisseur of wine and cauliflower, a stealthy master of karate, both in real life and gaming, the narcoleptic tiger claw himself, Tim Router. Oh, welcome, that was my beautiful. friend. It's so good to have you here. Thank you, man. You're welcome. I'm so yeah, excited buddy. To be here. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I man. appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think just in case there are some joiners, some listeners out there who have no idea who you are, why you're here. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? We know a lot about you, and we could probably just talk about you and tell everybody what what probably we know. Probably more than you should, yes. It probably, I've already <laughs> given away, t- I know I've already given away too much, but I'm going to let you share and control what information oh, is shared from now on, okay? So. Oh, I'm, a, I'm an open book, brother. It's all good. Um, perfect. Yes. Hi, I am Tim Router. I am, oh God, should I give you my age? Yeah, I'll give you my age. I'm 46 years old. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I have a beautiful wife. I've got a nine-year-old daughter. Um, I uh, am a late bloomer to the gaming world, I must say. I'll start with that because um, I do <laughs> co-host a gaming podcast, yet I have not been playing video games all of my life, uh, honestly, until probably about 10 years ago. And so it's been yeah. kind of interesting because I freaking love this gaming community. Um, I didn't grow up i didn't have a nintendo i didn't i i was more of like a, go to the arcades play you know Tron or pac-man or paperboy or yeah again nothing wrong with that space ace freaking dragon's lair all that fun stuff uh my family would vacation at a, a beach in ocean city new jersey they have a boardwalk there and i would just dump quarters into those arcades so i've had some little gaming experience but it wasn't until my wife and i's anniversary Let's see, this would probably be 2011, where in Costco, I uh, I saw a PlayStation 3 bundle with Uncharted 2. I had some Costco gift cards, and my wife, on our anniversary, was like, go ahead. So I went ahead and purchased my first <laughs> that's, that's a keeper video right game there. console. A, that's right. She is no a keeper. Doubt. We've been married for 23 <laughs> years. 
and I don't know how she puts up with my crap. And uh, but it's it's been awesome. So plugged in that PS3, had Uncharted bundled with it, and haven't looked back since, and absolutely love it. So it's kind of it's kind of fun to see the, uh, my progression in gaming compared to a community of people um, that that I've gotten to know and love a lot. I, uh, as you have said, Mr. Ham, I uh, co-host a podcast called Married to the Games. We have been uh, together, Gabe, Ed, Chris, and I for what eight years now, something like that. Uh, we are nine, star- this week will be our four hundred and yes, nine and a half, I think, right? Yeah. So this week's episode will be our 461st episode, and that is weeks straight. We have not missed a single week in our podcast. It's impressive. awesome. Uh, I have missed a few. Most of the guys have, we've we've all missed a few here and there, and it kills me every time when that happens. But uh, yeah, consistency, brothers. We've uh, we've just been running and gunning, and, and we absolutely love it, and we just hang out, and we talk about gaming and life and, and, and what have you, so... Um, yeah. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I am a web developer by trade, and uh, I love uh, walks on the beach and sunsets and <laughs> pina coladas. Um, getting caught in the yeah, rain. I, you know, being caught in the rain, and yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, what else do you want to know? I'm here. I'm I'm thrilled to be with you guys. All of you guys have been on our podcast in one way or another. And uh, and we absolutely love you guys for it. And uh, thank you guys so much for letting me come on here and, and joke around with you and just have fun and, and, and talk life and games and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah man. yeah, man. It is great to have you on here. You are the third of the fourth uh, of the four Married to the Games hosts that we've had on. And I mean, I feel like it's third time's a charm. I mean, we got the wise oh, sage, see? the the best of the best, <laughs> the, the one of the... You know, you're the just, Gandalf of the you're crew. The OG, maybe, the Gandalf, that exactly. <laughs> you're the one that uh, you know s- steals the. He shaved the, the beard before rog. he came on the podca- yep. podcast. Oh, you're, the, you're the guy that fights <laughs> the Balrog, steals all the XP, as Barnabé Butters said a few weeks ago, and that's that's, <laughs> that's Tim right. Router right there. So that's me, yeah, man. man. That's me. Oh, and you'll also notice my illustrious backdrop. I am in Piper's playroom. She has yeah, a, too many like toys. That. And so this is always my can, backdrop on the podcast. You can the claim them as yours. As well, so. It's okay. We'll, yeah, we, I, mean, I mean, don't be ashamed. Some good all stuff you need to do is put some together. Just put fun. some purple LED lights behind there, and then it's, then you got it. Yeah, you got that's the very true. I can I can <laughs> certainly do that. I can certainly do that. So yeah, yeah. that's this is I'm in Piper's playroom, and uh, we uh, she's got too many too many things here, so we're going to get rid of it. It'll be fun. All of it <laughs> must nice, be. man. Fantastic. Well, yeah, just do it when she's at school. Don't do it when she's at home. No. Yeah, definitely don't. Of course. One day I'm just disappear. I, I do not want to hear the whining. So yes, it's always yeah. when she's gone. That's when we clear things out and we yeah. we donate everything and it's it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to go to be in counseling 20 years from now and Piper's like, when I was nine, he <laughs> stole my Legos. <laughs> you threw out my dog. Oh, no. <laughs> the the funny thing right. is, although exactly. we we we. We talk about, you know, getting rid of her toys and stuff. We just had an episode last week where we talked about our favorite childhood toys and how we wished that we hadn't gotten rid of them. <laughs> you think so? That's true. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So Although true. I don't think that I don't think that num nums are gonna be like thirty years down the road super popular. That's maybe, fair. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Everything See? comes around. 
You never it know. Does. Yeah. It's never true. Know. But listen, guys, we we had the GI Joes, we had the Star Wars, we had the we had the good stuff. Yeah, the Ninja and Turtles. I feel like so much of yep. that now is it's all it's completely different. And there's so many things be- besides what we had when we were growing up. Yeah, we had like yeah. three things to choose from. Now they have three hundred <laughs> exactly. things to choose from. It's ridiculous. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, as is tradition. When we once we get through the introductions and we chat for a sec, we get into what's new news and we give a little update on what's been going on in our lives. Uh, Tim, since this is your first time here, feel free to update us on the past forty six years or so, um, or you can just do the past week. I'll let you choose which is easier to share. We, you know, we're not totally time constrained, but we do want to give time for everyone to share. So. Uh, late on us. What's no been problem. going on? I was man, born in, in Munich in 1975. <laughs> and, no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I want to say this. Uh, I and if you haven't checked it out yet, we were talking about nostalgia and toys. Um, Hasbro's YouTube channel has a 24 seven live stream of the old school GI Joe cartoon series, Ooh. and I okay. am nice. loving it. It is terrible now but it's awesome because (laughs) it's absolute nostalgia hold up (laughs) it yeah it but oh my gosh just seeing uh, like destro and snake eyes and which you know hearing the voice movie and just joe exactly (laughs) cobra commander commander (laughs) and oh it's just it's just awesome. So I like I discovered it this past week, and I kind of just have it on while I'm working, and it's just classic. There you go. And now I'm like going back to old transform, like Gen One Transformers cartoons. So I'm kind of going through this nostalgia thing. I don't there know if go. I'm dying or not, but I'm going through this whole <laughs> awesome like childhood thing, and I love it. And it's been super fun. Nice. I um I have not been able to see Black Widow yet. I really want to. Um. I've heard mixed feelings about it. Maybe we'll talk about that later, but um, I do want to see it. I think uh, anything Marvel touches is, is fairly gold in my opinion. Um, Amen to that. But uh, other than that, man, just kind of working. And my daughter Piper is in cheer. Uh, we are in the gym like all the time. She absolutely loves it. And so we're just trying to be supportive parents. And so there's a lot of taking her to the gym and picking her up and doing all that fun stuff. Um, so my summer has pretty much been play dates and pool time and gym and cheer and then back to play dates and then back to gym and it's just all over the place, but it's fun. I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Nice. Well, uh, just, just because your update coincides with one of our joiner questions, Chris, the rock, whom I think you, of whom I think, you know, a little bit about from old Canada, Oh, Canada. He said, no way. Tim Router's on the show. Balloon Balloon Boy <laughs> Delivery Saturday. Huge fan That's here. Right. <laughs> yes. He says, so my, I don't... my wife owns uh, Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you uh, my you wife go ahead. owns a she owns a stationery and event uh, store in downtown Franklin here called Rock Paper Scissors. She's had it for 19 years now. And so um, she she does a lot of balloons and like balloon garlands and those big 36 inch balloons and she does streamers and everything and i was just helping her today in downtown nashville there was a 
corporate conference that was happening and they wanted all these balloons. So usually on Saturdays, we call it balloon boy Saturday delivery day, or we somehow something like that, where I help out. She has this van that's wrapped that she designed it in rock, paper, scissors. And the colors are like uber pink and like really girly. And here's this dude driving this oh, van yeah. delivering <laughs> balloons. Yep. But I love it. And it's super fun. And honestly, during COVID, when um, when we were all quarantined, my wife was like a hamster in a wheel. Like even though the store was closed, people still wanted balloons. They still wanted to celebrate however they could. And so during that time was really when the balloon boy delivery days kind of kicked in. And so I would deliver all the time. And it was it was actually really cool to see like kids really excited to get something. They're all penned up. They're in quarantine. And it was super cool. So I, I still enjoy delivering balloons. And um, no doubt. I mean, there's it, a way for you to get fun. out of that. And it's not in a clown suit. It's not in anything like that. I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm not the I'm not the creeper balloon boy guy. I'm I'm the cool. One. So that, we'll, we'll go with that. Hey, kids, here's your balloons. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, hey, it's hey. the cool balloon boy. Yeah, that's right. It's the cool balloon boy. Hey kids, you want some candy? No. <laughs> oh no, never mind. Boy. He's not the cool one. No. Nope. <laughs> Wait, where are you going? <laughs> Mommy, scary guys here. Mommy, uh, the bad man. Uh, anyway. Quick, what's the number for nine one one? It's the guy that's that right. locked the door. Lock the door. Who's the Who's the country singer that you look like? I've already forgotten his name. Oh, uh, Dirk Bentley. Bentley. Yeah, it's Dirk Bentley. Yeah. He's coming after us again. I, <laughs> oh, again. Yeah. No. Again. <laughs> it's every Saturday, isn't it? I mean, it's <laughs> Dirk yeah, Bentley. Pretty much, yeah. Down. Every Saturday, Lauren has to bail me out of jail, so yep. <laughs> it's always fun. Uh, but Chris the Rock said he had no question. Oh, anyway, but... how's your day? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, it's not over yet. You have more to update. Thanks to Chris the Rock. That's awesome. He said, uh, "Okay, go." He wanted to know if you're still in that gaming funk. You have a couple of brothers here that would like to cheer you up with a couple Rocket League matches anytime you want. So he wanted an oh, update on okay. the gaming funk. How's it going? Yes. So I I have been in a funk for a while because I started Assassin's Creed Valhalla back in November, and I I'm still playing it. I still love the game, but it's just like. I'm leveled up. I was going to chase the platinum and, and now I'm just kind of like, I start playing and I'm like, okay, next thing, next thing, next thing. Don't get me. I still love the game. I still love everything about it. I've been a huge Assassin's Creed fan and I'm sure we'll get to more Assassin's Creed later, but I like, I'm just in this, like it's summer. I don't really have a time, a, a solid time. I used to game, early in the mornings. And one of my philosophies in gaming is I don't try to game when family's up and around. Mm. Like I'd rather do it when either when either they're asleep or they're out or whatever. I, I try not to do that because it's just, it just makes my life easier. Everybody's life easier because I don't want to just be gaming while they're doing something and missing out on something. So one of my philosophies is either do it in uh, early morning or late at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was just kind of in this funk for a little while and uh, recently got out of it though. And it was shortly after our last week's podcast. Um, I jumped into Valhalla for a little bit after, uh, no, I'm sorry, on Saturday. And uh, I, I jumped into Valhalla for a little bit just to keep keep progressing, keep progressing. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go switch over to Overwatch for a little bit. So I played yeah. some Overwatch. This was at like almost midnight. And I'm not 
the biggest multiplayer fan. I, I kind of just like doing my solo thing and, and doing stuff. So with Overwatch, I usually just set up a party and I joined Chris's party, even though he wasn't there. And that way I don't have to hear any background noise or anything. And so I can just go and play. And then I was like, oh, snap, season three Rocket League. Let's go. Stayed up till three o'clock in the morning playing Rocket League. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> anybody that's out there that wants to play with me, please. Yes, let's do it. Rocket I, League. Secret I just sauce. rekindled my love for that game. I freaking love that game. It is so much fun. It's so rewarding when you just give that little tap taparoo right in and boom, you get a nice goal and it's just so much fun. And so I think the funk is is fading now, which is great. That's and a lot of it too yeah. for me was this there there hasn't been a whole lot of new games that I'm excited for. I'm mostly a, a PlayStation guy. I don't have Game Pass or anything. So uh, the the games that I am looking forward to is definitely Far Cry Six, which is uh, which is on my list. I've always played a Far Cry, and for the past, well, I didn't platinum five, but I platinum four, uh, so I'm always shooting for the platinums there. So like like no new games are really exciting me yet. So I'm just relying on kind of my my backlog, but uh, I'll get there and and I'll definitely get more and more out of the funk. But yes, if anybody wants to play some Rocket League. I have no idea when I'll be. It might be late at night now or early morning. Um, we'll do it. It'll it'll happen. Sweet. Well, you got three guys on this podcast, plus uh, Chris, who's part of our GMG stream team. That's right. Who absolutely love Rocket League and yep. would love oh, to play so with good. you. Rocket League is not my guy. cup of tea. It's not my thing. We got to get that gridiron back. Yeah, I would love yeah, for man. Gridiron to come back because that was the that one was mode I actually liked. Okay. I like yeah. them. There's some I beach ball mode that I haven't tried yet. Regular. Have you guys tried yeah. it? Beach, beach ball, ball mode? Oh, the... No, I haven't that... tried it, but it makes perfect sense. <clears throat> is it? Is it like the homing missile one? The one that shoots the the ball at the goal? The heat seeker? Heat seeker? Is it like that or different? <clears throat> I don't th- I don't know what it is. I haven't tried it yet, but... Ooh, I didn't know that was there. I, I might have to check that out. Now. <laughs> nice. Hmm. That's awesome. Well, yeah, it's it's nice to have Rocket League kind of bring me back in, which was super cool. Yeah, no doubt. That's a that's a great game to get you back in. And, uh, you know, yeah. as as you heard from Mark, we have many fans of Rocket League on this show and in the uh, in the community as well. Uh, Ronnie is one of those big fans himself. He is uh, he's pretty good, I have to say. Uh, and so Sometimes. I think it's. Sometimes pretty good. Pretty good. It's a lot of pressure, honestly, to put on me there. I mean, that's why I said pretty good. Percent of the time works every time. Every time. Yeah, Ronnie, why don't you give us a little update, buddy? What have you been up to? You've been on a hiatus a little bit. We've missed you here on the podcast, but we are glad you have blessed us with your presence. So, what's going on? So, uh, I'll start with the gaming front because the only game that I have been playing is Rocket League yeah. every day. Represent. Like, it's just <laughs> caught, like, it just catches fire on you, you know, and you just can't, it takes a while to get rid of it. Um, plus, one of my buddies started playing, and he's never played before, and he's, I guess he started yeah. probably, like, three weeks ago or something. So, I've uh, been playing a lot with him, trying to, you know, help him get better and Bring stuff like that. And he's, yeah, and he's definitely coming along. Um, I got, like, him on one end, and then I have, like, Eric on the other end. It's It's a bizarre... We have a bizarre team. Um, <laughs> Quite the spectrum. I, you know what I've been trying to do in Rocket League? Um, I've been trying to win a tournament. I have never won a tournament Ooh, in Rocket ah, League. Those tournaments. And it's so Ooh. frustrating because sometimes you get all the planets align. Like 
we had one really good dude, me and Eric. Uh, one time we made it to the semifinals and he like disconnected. So we had to play no. two out of three, oh. two versus three. Uh-uh. The guys dominated us. It was oh. awful. Um, but no, I still, I still haven't won yet. Um, I actually keep my, I try to keep my, um, my three V three rank in like, I want that to be just gold somewhere mid range gold. I don't want to get into platinum tournaments if I don't have to. Um, I can't, I can't do that. I only, I only play twos with Eric. So I think, I think I made it to like platinum two, uh, currently. And then you never touch but, it again. Um, you were like, I just wanted to stay If there, I played by myself, two. like I'd be like mid range gold again, probably. But like, since I only play doubles with Eric, like I'm a platinum two. Nice. But uh, no, we've been playing a ton of that lately. We'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely have to get together and play. That'll be fun. Last Heck time we yeah, played, man. we we had I think three v three. We had almost six people. Lucas, if I remember yeah. correctly, yeah. last time we played, we played against each other. It was pretty fun. We did. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, but on the gaming front, that's pretty much about it. I actually dropped. Uh, I stopped playing Ark. It's been about a week and a half, probably two weeks, maybe. Um, It'll be back. You know, just kind of got yeah. bored with it and got Rocket League caught fire You'll again. You'll be so. back. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of these days, maybe. Um, now you need, so, to put, you need to put Ark down and start playing Second Extinction. I actually downloaded it. You did? Yeah, nice. Eric told me to download it. He said you guys were playing it. It was really awesome. So I do That's have it good. downloaded for when we're good. doing that again. Nice. Um, it looks really cool. I mean, the videos for that game look sweet. Um, as far as what I've been up to, I'm going to cut it down to one story for time purposes. And that would be the story of last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. The reason I missed the podcast. Yep. I'm in. So we have a cat. Uh, I think I've talked about her on the show a few times. Her name's Alita. Uh, she's maybe seven or eight years old or something. She's she's basically the reason that like cats have a bad name. Like she's the <laughs> smuggest, like <laughs> cat like that's ever existed. You know, like she's just a jerk all the time normally. Uh, but Elizabeth Elizabeth it, it's that's her baby, man. Like that that's her cat, you know, like I, I mean I like the cat too, but it's not the same. So Wednesday I wake up. Uh, I woke up on Wednesday morning to the sound of her meowing. She she has an open door policy. She does not like when we close doors. She gets very loud about it. And uh, just continually just meow, meow, like just nonstop mm. outside the door. And like that's when Elizabeth's getting ready. So like I'm still trying to sleep. So I just find the nearest pillow and yeah, fling it over there. <laughs> try to knock her out. <laughs> just, try, just try to scare her. Oh, did I throw a paperweight at your head? I thought that was a pillow. I'm so sorry. Right. Oh, oh so door, sorry. sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then the rest of the day, I did not, I didn't see her. And that's not that abnormal. Like she mm. will like snub me for the whole day, like on purpose, I think. Um, so I didn't see her the whole day and I didn't really think too much about it, but Elizabeth and I were sitting there watching TV at about 8 p.m. And our podcast was set to start at 9. And I was like, I, I was like, where's the cat at? Like, because normally if we're in the same room, she's in the same room with us, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I haven't seen her. I was like, well, did she greet you when she got home? Because every time Elizabeth gets home, the cat goes crazy, you know? That's the cat's person. That would be Elizabeth. <laughs> so she goes nuts when she gets home. And I was like, yeah, that's weird. And I kind of just kept thinking about it for like the next 20 minutes. And I finally decided I was going to get it, go into the kitchen and look. She has an automatic feeder that feeds at 430. And there was still food in the bowl. I was like, crap. Like, Uh-oh. what the heck? Like, this cat doesn't miss no. her food. You know, like, she doesn't do that. She's a little chubby as well. <laughs> but uh, 
So I say that to Elizabeth and I can tell when I said that, it's like, okay, maybe something is actually wrong. We haven't seen the cat. And I was like, okay, so did, did you go outside today, like this morning? And we were trying to figure out like what we did just to see if the cat maybe could have gotten out. Uh, I didn't open a single door all day. Like I work from home, so I just, I don't even leave the compound at all. And um, so we're looking at like at a certain point, when we're looking, we look for probably about 30 or 40 minutes. Uh, we decide to start driving around the neighborhood thinking she must've gotten out uh, because there's no noise. Like, and I've, I've closed the door uh, where she was stuck in the basement before. And she stood behind the door and meowed. Like I would have thought, you know, is normal. And she, there was nothing like we're calling her name, like no meows. I'm thinking like, if she's stuck, like she probably would be complaining about it. So we start driving around. Elizabeth posts uh, up. Um, she puts a post up on like the neighborhood app with her picture and stuff. Like if you find her, um, pretty much all the regular stuff. And then we get back after about twenty minutes of driving around, and I'm like, man, like I'm starting to feel bad. Like this, this is her mm. cat. She loves this cat so yeah. much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I start to look in places like you wouldn't normally look, like worst yeah. case scenario places, like. There was clothes the in the dryer, but I like just reached in kind of like, you know, like, Ooh. man, I didn't, I didn't want to find, if I would have found the cat in the dryer, I probably would have just taken yeah. it and buried it outside Oof. and told Elizabeth it never came back. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Very thoughtful. Yeah, that's that's going to be, yeah, that's, yep. I, I, I don't think I could have even told her, but it's um, actually a good go-to. I must say that's a good go-to. Just, yeah. He's I mean, taking I notes cat might, for something. Yeah, cat might get in there and like lay down. I could see that. So we're looking all over the place and we're just checking every nook and cranny like in the house. And you don't realize how many places in your house like a cat could hide until you're looking oh, for yeah. one. And finally, we get to this like that we, we have a couch in the basement and um, I had already lifted up the couches up, up top and had her look under them and stuff. Make sure the cat like they all recline so the cat really could get up into any of them. So I'm like about ready to tip this basement couch up so she can look under there and she gets down and she's like Alita. And I'm like, is she under there? I'm like, I didn't think, like, I had to bet money against this cat actually getting under that couch, honestly. Like, she's a little on the fat side, and this is a small area that she could have gotten in. Fat cat and um, a tiny couch. So she was, she was in there, um, and she was <laughs> turned around, so she probably somehow managed to get her body in there and couldn't move. I think she couldn't even turn around to get back out. And she was terrified. <laughs> Wow. So she wasn't like, even when I lifted the couch up and she was fully clear, like she didn't even run out immediately. I and think she, she was, was all like, just, you know what? Cats like, are crazy, first of all. And that cat was downstairs under this couch with only her thoughts all day. Like, that's a cry for help. The craziest wow. of crazy. I think that's a cry for help. And she didn't I think she meow feels or neglected. anything. She didn't vocalize She didn't make anything? any sound. Even when Elizabeth got right down there, like with the flashlight, just right next to her. And my first reaction when I found out she was there, I was like, I was very relieved that the cat finally, like, we found her. Like, whew, man, yeah. that's such a relief. Crisis averted. And then my second reaction was, wait a minute. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. You, do you mean for the rest of this cat's life, when she gets stuck somewhere, we either have to find her or she's going to die silently? I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing <laughs> Not a good ever. scenario. <laughs> so now when she gets lost, we're like, well, if we don't find her, she's dead. There's a lot more right. pressure now. <laughs> So we did end up finding her. Is she, is she typically an escape artist though? Like if you leave a door open, she'll bolt out, or is she more she's of an indoor really. cat? 
She's really not. Nice. Um, she's she's done that one time on me, and it was just in the garage, and she just went to the first step and then kind of panicked and bolted back. She's like, nope, not nice. doing that. So she's not one of those cats <laughs> that like good. try and get out right away, which yeah, which was why I was like, I'm like, man, I can't see her even getting out, you know? Um, yeah. But man, we were just relieved to find her. I think I think it was probably about about ten o'clock by the time we found her when I text you guys like, hey, right. I actually found the cat. You know what happened, so, Ronnie? One of you guys dropped a chip underneath the couch and a I, like, go down. I want that chip and she went under there to get it she ate it and that was just enough to get her wedged in and stuck and she's like dang it yeah i i don't know why she would have gotten in there um it's possible that she got just like the basement door closed on her and my office is upstairs so i wouldn't have heard her uh meowing and then she ended up getting herself stuck somehow but uh man it was i've never had an indoor cat in my life. I don't, I don't like Tim. Do you have an indoor cat? No, I have two crackhead dogs. So okay. we just, <laughs> we have, we have dogs. Um, but I have friends that are, that are cats and, um, I, I kind of can't have them cause I'm allergic to them. Shocker. Oh, I gotcha. Um, yeah. but, uh, I, I'm not a, as allergic as I used to be when I was younger, but, uh, I have friends that have cats and like one of them's an escape artist. The other one is a complete indoor. It like, I feel you, I get the, the schizophrenia that cats are. The uh, fact that she didn't so vocalize either is like, yeah. And she didn't like say a word or say anything. She was just, what was, she must've just been paralyzed. The poor thing. I feel I, bad now. It was, it was bizarre. She didn't even run out right away. Cause she was real scared. And then the rest of the night, she was just kind of skittish about everything. Hmm. And uh, like, she's back to her normal smug self now, but um, yeah, like it was definitely, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, dogs, like, the good in, thing about dogs is they cannot help but make noise like dogs just yeah, naturally exactly. are they're louder they're yeah. clumsier they need you um but yeah it was i mean it was definitely like a scary thing i mean i i'm i'm learning all this stuff this is not, i think i'm going on about two years now with an indoor cat and uh like i, I learn new things every day <laughs> nice sounds nice. like an adventure it was just like cats that made you miss your podcast Yep, yeah, pretty much. Thanks <laughs> a lot. Just got, like, got, got, she just got you stuck, punk. and she's just like, "Well, this is it. I'm done. This is how I'm going. Not even, gonna, not even going to bother." That was her plan. That's why she didn't say anything. Yep. Right. Yeah. I'm done. I, I have no idea, but it was uh, it was definitely quite an adventure. I'm glad we found her for Elizabeth's sake because she's for sure. attached to that for cat sure. for sure. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if you can follow this up, but Patrick, what's been going on with uh, you? How's uh, Maggie doing? Lost in a couch? Uh, stuck uh, in a Maggie, tree? Maggie's fine. Oh, okay. She can't hear anything. She's old. Uh, she can't really so hear. So you poke her in the really head. Smell. Two times means go outside. She, Three times means I time for s- dinner. <laughs> I can sneak up on her pretty good. Oh, really? I, oh, I, I, I think Maggie is the sweetest dog possibly she is. that I've ever met in my life. Maggie is sweet. She is, Aww. yeah. Yeah, she is the sweetest thing. Uh, but uh, no, I do have a little bit of a, an adventure story. Yeah. Uh, so this All past right. week. Um, so when I'm at, I'm at work, uh, we have uh, a rotating schedule where uh, we want to make sure that we have someone uh, at work until six o'clock. So just like an hour after everyone else leaves. Um, and this past week was w- one of the days was my was my day. Um, and I switched with someone else because I had something else going on uh, on, on that day. Uh, so it was like five forty, and, um, I am in a building, uh, on the 19th floor and right next to us is a highway, like 
whole bunch of different streets. And so uh, all of a sudden I hear a screech. So I get up, I look out and there is this like, ford bronco suv type of car and i'm at the 19th floor so i can't really tell what kind of car it is but it was turned around uh on the other way on the highway oh halfway in the lane and halfway in the shoulder and i I didn't know what happened because there was no one there's no other car uh they didn't hit the shoulder or didn't hit like the barrier uh so cars would just drive by for like 30 seconds, like I would say maybe a hundred cars drove past and kind of like went over to the left lane and just kept going. I'm like, man, no one's going to stop for this guy. I mean, like he is like <laughs> turned around. He's got his hazards on. And it's then a dangerous so, spot too. It, it is, is. It is. Yeah, it is really dangerous spot. So there, here comes this big, huge, like Ford F one fifty, big, huge pickup truck with a cab and all that. So it was, so he slows down like, oh, finally someone's going to stop. He kind of he kind of stops in halfway in the, the right lane and halfway in the shoulder to kind of make sure that nobody, you know, comes towards him. Uh, so he gets out. He goes see what's going on with the, 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 with the driver. Driver looks like he's young. You know, like I said, I'm on the 19th floor. I can't really tell. But he looked like he was young. Uh, and they, I guess they, they talk and everything. It looks fine. So. I guess they the the guy who was in the in the pickup truck says I'm going to direct traffic so you can turn around and go. So he's he walk kind of like walks into the left lane of the highway. Whew. And these cars started were going like 60 miles an hour mm. and then as he's no, no. walking closer and closer to the left lane, you can see all the cars slowing down, slowing down and he finally was able to get in front of one of these cars and it looked like a like a black like really nice Audi. And so he's like putting his hand up, like he's a crossing guard, like stop, this guy's going to be turning around. So as he's turning around, this car, this Audi is continuing to go. Oh forward. no, and on, no. And when Man, I say, and when I say go forward, it's like three miles an hour. Like you know, he just doesn't just like, have his foot on the brake. Like idle, yeah, idling just, forward. Yeah. So the guy's like throwing his hand, like stop, stop. And I can't hear anything again. Nineteenth floor. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just an overlooker here. And he's like throwing his hand for everybody, <laughs> throwing his hand forward. <laughs> and uh, this car does not stop, and and he's like inches away from him. And the the Ford Bronco kind of like is is almost forward, and uh, all the, this Audi almost hits the guy, and then the, the guy just reaches in his back pocket. And pulls out a gun. Oh, oh no! What? Towards this Audi, and just you can see him just yelling at him. And at this point, the Audi what? stops. That's a good call. The Audi's good like, call. "All right, I'm gonna stop." Yeah, there's either two things not, you I can do: that, is run him so over or stop. That I did would not be know you had a gun. <laughs> if I would have known you had a gun, I would have stopped. Yeah, lead okay. with that next right. time. I'm good. Like, I'm good. One hand <laughs> up and wave the gun. <laughs> That'll make people go backwards. <laughs> so, so this the 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 Ford Bronco SUV leaves, and the other guy starts to get in his truck. And as he's driving, this Audi has not gone anywhere yet. Uh, it's free reign for this person to drive. Uh, but as so, this Ford guy gets back into his Ford truck, starts driving in the right lane, and then this Audi just maneuvers over to the right lane. And just guns it. And this is a car that looks like it's got some pretty good pickup. And it did. And so this Ford uh, truck driver slams on his brakes 
and this Audi just goes straight ha, into the back of this Ford. Man. Oh. And so at this point, you know, we're I'm kind of looking off out out. I can't really have a good angle, but I want someone to go to the other side of uh, the corner of the building, and so I can actually see more. And the corner of the building is only like two rows from where I am. I go over there. This truck gone. It just <gasps> gone. Hit wow. and run, gone. And wow. this this Audi is just sitting there. The front end is just crushed back up to the windshield. Liquid is just being poured out of the front of this Man. car. Uh, ambulances, fire trucks come, and Dang. so like right at right after that wreck, you know what happens? In a few cars right behind them. And just like uh, more wrecks, the rubber. Oh, no, <laughs> so I'm just like what? You know what? Like, uh, it just like a few things. You know, uh, after after seeing this, one is uh, road rage is not good. Just right. let people do things and just move on with your life. This guy, this guy who was in the Ford truck or the the, uh, the truck. Um, he was being a good Samaritan, but then all of a sudden that switched real <laughs> quick when he pulled out a gun. I was like, whoa, whoa. It was a wild trust. Trust. When it's good like, yeah, Samaritans go bad. It's like, my last name's Samaritan, first name Rambo. Rambo Samaritan. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Bringer of death. This Audi driver. Yes. So that guy just, just drove off even though his truck had to have been messed up, I would assume. I, d- I don't think so. I don't know. If he gets under enough, it wouldn't really truck. do anything. It probably just hit his like uh, trail hitch and just, that was it. Carved it who, up. who knows? Damn. Wow. Yeah. And he, you know he's like, I'll show this guy. And so he like slams on the brakes and then guns it. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Like, yeah, well, I mean, either he yeah. could have sat there and talked to the cops, but like, yeah, I pulled out my gun, or he could have left. Both bad decisions. So he would have been. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's like Legally, is that the like best a decision for him probably was to run. To be honest with you, is that you like a gun on right? somebody in yeah. traffic? Like, yeah, that's yeah, never a good jail. idea. It was like an inverted. <laughs> I think it's worse. It's like an inverted hit and run. Like he let the guy hit him. And then he ran off. That's not normally how that works. <laughs> Usually you hit someone and you run away. No, you're like, hey, hit yeah. me. I dare you. And then you run away. Well, and then he was, well, I have a gun. I better get out of here. Yeah, that's true. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dang. So I was pretty pumped that uh, for the last 20 minutes of my day, uh, I mean, was watching this. I'm so action, glad that though. I switched. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. How many people like, in the office well, watched with you? Like, that's like. It was me. It was me and another girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I was like, Mackenzie, you see that? Forget so we work. went over, yeah. Watch this show. He's <laughs> yeah. like, nah, I'm clocking out for the day. Yeah. We're done here. That's right. I was yeah. going to say, at that point, I'd be like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm just going to go home. <laughs> yeah. Once six o'clock hits, all the lights on the floor like shut off. That's when you know it's time to go. And so we, we got out of there a little bit after six. Uh, but so that was that was pretty cool. That was on the, nothing really else on the life front happened to me, to other people. Uh, some Ooh, things happen for but, sure but not for me um so i mentioned i think it was uh oh, a couple weeks ago that my daughter said that she wanted to watch the entire mcu with me yeah and i was like yes so this past weekend uh we watched we started from the incredible hulk the edward norton incredible hulk there you go. and yeah. then we also watched iron man and well, so, so you're doing was, release mcu release yeah okay whenever they're released so uh, 
I told her, I was like, Hey, would it be fun for us to, as we watch them, rank them, rate them, figure out where, where they, where it lies. And at the end of uh, the whole, of the whole MCU, we'll see which ones are our favorites and so forth. And she thinks that's a great idea. Uh, so after we've watched the Hulk and Iron Man, she has not made a decision which movie is better yet. What? That's a no-brainer. That's wow. That's a no-brainer. That's what I said. Claire. So I'm like, the perception of a 11-year-old girl is way different than my perception. Oh, that's, and, that's true. You know, I even, so I think it might have been my own fault because I told her that The Incredible Hulk was the worst movie in the MCU. And I like downplayed it when it, when the when the movie was playing. She's like, "You you said this is the worst movie." She's like, "I actually kind of like this." She's like, "Well, this must mean the rest of the movies are just so much better." I'm like, "Yeah, basically." And then so she <clears throat> hasn't made a decision. She really liked Incredible Hulk. She really liked it. I, I gotta say, I don't mind Norton's Incredible Hulk. The very first one, the the one that made that made him look like a video game, was oh, terrible. Yeah. That oh yeah, the Eric, Eric Bana Hulk. Eric Bana. Yeah, yeah. Eric Bana Hulk. Oh, that was <laughs> awful. Like I don't even think I got through it all. I did. I'm a. I like Ed Norton. I'm not a. I like him a lot. So yeah, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Was it the greatest? No, but at least he made it way better than the previous ones. So it was a I fun was movie. Appreciative of that. Yeah, I think the only yeah, reason I, I mean, discount it, it is what it is. It's because they switched it off. Yeah, and- like that's the only reason I really kind of downplay it. Because I'm like, well, it's, he's not Bruce Banner though. Like this is kind of hard to really get into it when it's like, well, I can't get vested in this Edward yeah. Norton Hulk because he's not real. He's fake. He's like pretend Hulk. He's that. He's sitting on a throne of lies. Smells Substitute like beef Hulk. and cheese. And all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're having, we're having a good time. We're going to watch Iron Man two next at some point over the next few days, uh, and then move on from there. So, it's so is it to too watch early over again? Is it too early to tell if you have an idea of what her favorite is now? Like now that you I, know, I, it's, that- it's totally out the window. I, I have say, no idea yeah. what she's going to like yep. anymore. If she thought uh, Incredible Hulk was Yeah, amazing. I was going to say, if that's now, your baseline. Now, <laughs> yeah. now um, she's, she's 11. She's watched a lot of kid movies over yeah. the years. And now she's watching movies that are blockbusters. And yes. so this, and Incredible Hulk being kind of the first blockbuster movie she's seen, I kind of get it. I kind of see the perception yeah. from her side. Uh, about this movie being so much better because you know there's a lot of these you know my little writing champion and my little writing <laughs> it's not movie, a movie you know, things that <laughs> that are just like that are just like hey this is the story and we're going to be direct about it you know when yeah. you get into these pg-13 movies that's when it they do these expositions these in uh insinuations and they they, they don't talk about exactly what's happening We'll throw something in there, and then you have to take that and run with it. Yeah, um, show so don't a tell. Lot of, a lot of pauses uh, in this movie. She's like, "What happened? What is going what on? What am I watching Who right now? Mm. Why, Why is, is he so happening? green? Why is he you know? look like snot, <laughs> snot <laughs> man, <laughs> muscular a, snot man?" There was a there was a That's point right. where uh, there was a lightning happened, and he's like on the edge of a cliff. Uh, a cliff, and the, uh, lightning happens, and then Hulk just like screams at the sky. And Claire's like, why is he mad? Did he get hit by lightning? I'm like, no, he didn't get hit by lightning. So why is he so mad? I'm like, I don't know. He's always angry. Uh, well, like, I don't spoilers. have any answer for that. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't tell her that. Spoiler alert. 
<laughs> that's uh, yeah. really interesting though like i'm curious because piper's nine and she's already seen a couple mcu movies she actually like i remember we were on a civil war kick for a while so i haven't taken her through all of them but uh to hear kind of that perspective of you know what what's that like why is that scene like so she's getting into like now director style like that's like that lightning scene is an effect. It's, it's to, you know, it's to present the Hulk the way it should be, but like, mm-hmm. we're so used to it. Like it's just the setup scene or it's something like that. We're used to it. But for somebody who's never really seen that before, it's really interesting to, to hear and, and see that perspective from her side. So man, good luck. Yeah. That's all I can say. Godspeed. <laughs> and I, like, yeah. I'm really curious now, like what she thinks her favorite is going to be. Cause yeah, Thor Dark the, World. The door no is brainer. wide open now. Like, who the heck knows? <laughs> Definitely Thor Dark World. I'm calling she, it now. She may flip the script on me and, and think Ragnarok is the worst. Oh, no. That, don't and, do that oh, to us, Claire. So, don't break know. our heart, Claire. I don't, Come on now. I don't know. It's going to be She fun. may love her some Dark Elves. We'll see. <laughs> to her credit, though, didn't Iron Man 1, like, it, I, it's been a while since I've watched it now, but it was kind of slow as far as the superhero part. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, as far as the movie goes, there's a lot of story. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, I've told you before, and I told you again. My daughter and I watch the movie movies the same way. Um, is after like 45 minutes to an hour, we're like, all right, let's just quit this, do something let's else, go make some bacon, and then oh two, wow, two, and then a I day don't later, understand we'll, we'll, we'll you. You guys are monsters. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. You really that's, are. That's, that's crazy talk. That's yeah. You kind of have to like. I'm one. I'm. I, I have to see it through. Like whether I don't like it or not, I I need to at least see it through. Yeah, there there so are times I'm watching with that's bananas. We're watching with the family, and my daughter will get up to go get a drink of water, or go to the bathroom, not say a word, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I need to go yeah. get a drink." I'm like, "Well, tell us. Don't just get up and leave." <laughs> like, I'll you don't pause know the movie for you. Yeah, the first time she did it, she came yeah. back. She's like, "What I missed?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What did you miss? You uh, left. <laughs> How long have you been gone? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Did you right. make a sandwich?" Yeah. <laughs> or she just doesn't come back. <laughs> yes, he's like, I, was right. bored. <laughs> I don't care about this green uh, guy. Forget it. Yeah. Uh, the other movie I watched was Black Widow. Yeah. Um, really, really good. I know there was some mixed reviews, but I'm on the higher end. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't really, I don't, I don't want to give any spoilers ar- uh, away. Uh, but go ahead, the, let it fly. The story was good. The action was good. Uh, uh, I thought, I thought the supporting characters were fantastic. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, one of the best supporting cast uh, in any Marvel movie. Uh, really, really good. Um, I would pro- I would rate it a uh, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten nice. pheromones. Nice. Really, really good. I like that. Um, smells nice. So watch that. And then on the gaming front, I've watched. I've played uh, Ratchet and Clank. Still working on that. I'm like forty one percent now. So um, still working on that. It's pretty fun. First being the first Ratchet and Clank game I've ever played. Uh, it's a good one. Nice. Doesn't it always seem like people are just looking for things to hate, though. Like realistically, yeah, all all the time. Like, I mean, yeah. is that the, the internet? Like that's the bad culture. reviews about Black Widow. It's like, I mean, just enjoy it. Like enjoy it for what it is. I don't understand. Nobody can enjoy anything anymore. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, like, we have FF Nine, where like like guys are driving cars into space and they think this is the greatest thing since sliced bread because it is crap on black widow <laughs> they do believe that too. both lucas and patrick do believe that hey ff9 and black no, widow and that's all fine. about family love it <laughs> all yes. about family it is it's all about family uh-huh. so patrick is is black widow it's it's an origin story yes but don't they 
like incorporate timelines in between like uh end game and like is how does it what's the timeline of it yeah so this is based in uh was it 2016 so it's like right before um infinity war yeah is that correct no it's yeah. right before yeah. civil war right before civil war yeah. no i thought oh, it was okay. after civil war because um cap I mean, if really? I tell you too much, we're going to get into spoilers. So, oh, do you man. want me to talk uh, okay. about? Okay, so it? it's so okay. No, no, no. Okay, I, I, be- I believe you. It's before Civil War. I believe you. But I th- it's after the uh, Sokovia uh, Accords. It's after okay. the airplane fight. And no, after no, no, Age of Ultron. You're, you know right? what? <clears throat> I misspoke. It's after the Sokovia. It starts Accords. It has after to be the airplane fight. It starts after the airplane fight, and it yeah. and it ends before. Infinity but yeah, they War. do. You're right. Yeah, you're right. they you're do right. a, a uh, okay. origin story. Um, and figure out where she comes from and things like that yeah. and her family and all that. So it's it's really cool how they go back and forth. Uh, but it's, I think it's a great movie. Awesome. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Good. Nice. Sweet. Well, that's it for me. All right. Marcus Aurelius Boucher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Follow that, Mark. Not not the main character from from Gladiator. No, that's definitely I was not. called out on. I, I didn't say he was the main character. <laughs> Let the record show. I didn't say who he was. I just said he was in Gladiator. Yeah. Also, full disclosure. We we wronged on that one. Yep. A full disclosure. Like I said, I have not seen Gladiator. So I thought Marcus Aurelius was the main character, and he is not. You haven't seen Gladiator? What? He's an old man. You haven't seen Gladiator? Wow. I know, right? Time to shame him. Let's go. Well, it's been a fun podcast, guys. I'll see you later. Oh, trust me, the, the shame train is a rolling out the station because uh, I'm about to confess right. that oh, uh, I am I am behind on several <laughs> things. I have I have not seen Black Widow yet. Um, I have I'm not even caught up on Loki yet. Um, I haven't seen this past mm. week's episode of Loki. Mm. Um, mm. There's there's other things that I would have watched by now that I totally haven't. Like for example, and just a quick plug for our former our former guest uh, Jake, aka Bright Sun Films. His new documentary came out, uh, Close for Storm, which is all about the abandoned Six Flags New Orleans, which was destroyed Ooh. in Hurricane Katrina, I believe. Um, that just came out. I've been wanting to watch that. Haven't watched it yet. Uh, there's just a whole bunch of things just yep. haven't had a chance to watch. And, and mainly it's it's been because either uh, we've just had other things going on or, or you know, my wife and I haven't been able to, Kristen and I haven't been able to get together. And a lot of these things, she's like, do not, don't watch it without me. Don't you dare. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, even tonight we were talking and she was talking about Black Widow. She's like, I don't really, uh. I'm not really feeling Black Widow at all. I don't really, I really don't care to watch it. But don't watch it without me. Like, okay, because <laughs> that makes sense. Cinematic. How is that even fair? Honestly, how is that even fair? That's like I'll tell you what, fair. Tim. It's, like... it's not. <laughs> that you're not the theater to watch that, Patrick. What's that? Did you guys go to the theater to watch that, or did you guys order it just off? We of... we watched it at home. Okay. Nice. nice. I think that's probably what I'll do too. <laughs> Hey, listen. I mean, I'll if I have the ability to watch it in the comfort oh, of my mean, own home, I'm going to choose yeah. that Sneak all 100%. The candy you in no way, man. Bring on the theater. Spoilers for my the update. Theater. I watched it in the, the theater, baby, and watched previews ahead of time. Nice. It was awesome. 
Someone yep. kicked the Bring back on of the Mindy's chair. Seats it was the fantastic. Previews nowadays. I went to go see FF9. There were 33 minutes of previews. It was awesome. <laughs> 33. I love previews. And I'm Anything like, good? This is like, there was like a, yeah. oh, there Everything seems a lot good, of good when you're good. there, I feel like. All, all these it's movies true. that they've been holding to their chest since COVID, yep. they're all coming yep. out now. And so it's yeah. all good. Pew, pew, pew. Trailers everywhere. Yep. All right. Yep. Yep. Mark, back to but your confessions. Yeah, uh, I, am... yeah <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm super behind. Like, uh, gaming wise, I mean, it's weird trying to talk about my week when we just met up on Wednesday, so the week is short. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, gaming wise, I played like a little bit of Apex on Saturday, I believe. Um, uh, unfortunately, I was not really feeling feeling well saturday night so unfortunately streaming did not happen on saturday night um but uh i will be streaming tomorrow so uh so to make up for it um but uh yeah i mean it's mainly i'm just really focused in on trying to take care of my health and 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 all that you know trying to really pay attention to to what i eat i've been um main thing i've been really getting into is is swimming uh my my nice. in-laws have a have a pool so i'm like every day i'm trying to go out for at least like 30 minutes at least and just go and go and swim and be active um, your butt, doesn't it it does for it sure. absolutely does um and really good. i'm happy to say that i have lost 25 pounds sweet so, yeah, baby. Oh, dude. congrats so, nice. so like in Thank this you. last so week. So I'm going to keep it going. Was it this last What's week? That? You lost 25 pounds? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> Since we last yeah, I, just, I just dropped it right off. Just uh, so carved good. it like a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. No, that awesome. easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, just a couple visits to CC. CC's pizza. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Feces pizza. Feces pizza. Nice. Uh, um yikes. but yeah so i mean i've just been doing doing a lot of that just trying to take care of myself um man. but uh i guess the one highlight was um sunday after church we we came back to town and um met up with my family um and we had kind of like a a game not a game night because it wasn't at night but like game a game day. afternoon <laughs> Game yeah game day i guess game day <laughs> um game, game el- time game 11 sees yes <laughs> tea time brunch um, perhaps yes yes there oh. was there was mimosas and and uh cantaloupe there yes Ooh, yum. <laughs> Ooh, nice, <laughs> nice Simpsons reference well give done. me a call <laughs> i'm glad you caught that tim i'm glad you did oh um, my gosh but yes. um but but yeah we actually um we we had a game time with with my side of the family um we learned to play this this card game um my my sister and her kids have wanted to play this with us for quite a while and we just never got around to playing it's a game called golf a card game called golf oh yep yeah all right it's it's called that because they're essentially um, nine rounds, which they call holes, like hmm. golf. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you're trying to get the least amount of points possible um, as much mm-hmm. as you can. And so basically the way it works real quick is uh, each person gets uh, six cards from the deck face down. Um, they get to flip over two of them, any two of them. Um, and so that's where you start. And then left of the dealer starts. They put the, the, the deck down, flip over one card, and that's your discard pile. And so from there, each person takes a turn. They have a choice to either um, take the card that is that is flipped over on the top of the discard or flip a card from the other from the other deck and and use that and possibly switch that with a card in their six their six cards laid out mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so the the point is to try to get the least amount of you know obviously the certain cards like i think it's three through ten are are actual point value um, I think the two was considered negative two. Um, a king was considered zero um, and things like that. Just different. But you're trying to get as low a score as possible. And the round ends when one person has all their cards flipped over on the on the other side. Um, and that ends the round. And you do that. You tally up the points and you do um, some people play up to 18, but we only played up to nine. Um, nice. we did nine rounds and whoever has the least amount of points at the end is the winner. So it was actually, it was actually pretty fun. Who won? Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, not me. <laughs> Why would you even tell us the story? Yeah. If you didn't win. <laughs> Next. I'm just kidding. Next. I'm sorry that I couldn't, you know, you add least, up to, you know, Patrick's please. Patrick's highway Bronco story. And then Mark pulled out a gun. His FF9 <laughs> episode. Yeah. At least tell us you won. I wanted to I want, I really wanted you to win, man. Hey, I wanted me to win too, so yeah, I pulled I pulled a gun on my sister. I told oh, her to wow. stop. There we, <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's what real. I'm talking about. It got right heated. There. Things got heated. That's how you play golf. No, That's my, uh... Things got heated. It, yeah. <laughs> That's how you play golf in prison. <laughs> That's right. Yes. yes, I'm prison Mark. Yep. That's what prison happens. Mark tonight. All right. Good to know. <laughs> um, no, actually, my my sister's friend was the one who won they're not technically dating oh okay i got you i got Good? you oh yeah yeah cool. but We're using our fake there's... names <laughs> yes <laughs> yes my sister's friend yeah yeah wink 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 right uh yeah he he won the game um but uh, no it was a fun time absolutely loved it um i think i'll be teaching it to the other side of the family because we have game nights all the time Obviously, y'all know that's that's where we always play exploding kittens, um, or right. in this case, exploding nice. minions. That's right, because uh, that they have a, a new version of exploding. Yeah, vomiting cats. Yeah, yeah. throw throw burrito. Uh, <laughs> toss toss. Man, the taco. I played so Why many of those call games. It toss so toss long. the taco. That would have been a a fun name, a uh, little alliteration instead of throw throw well, burrito. Toss toss the taco. Well, they're yeah. making the rhyme instead of the alliteration. You're in the wrong. Business, not everybody Lucas. can alliterate <laughs> as much. As you. I'm not making what any money in Brazil. Position with game names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a Brazilian version. Tasta to taco. All right. Sorry. 
Uh, but yeah, that was that was pretty much my week. It was it was pretty light from Wednesday Wednesday to Sunday. But uh, and then obviously we went to La Coretta last night. Of course, so, I mean course. as is tradition. Yeah. yeah, Tim. Tim, basically La Coretta. It's like for my wife's side of the family. That's our weekly hangout. It's it's a Mexican nice. restaurant in town here. Yep, and we absolutely love it. Um, pretty much since we I started dating my wife, um, I've pretty much gone with her family every week to this place. Um, What's your go to there? Uh, well, it used to be uh, what 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 they call talavera, which is basically a different form of uh, arroz con pollo, so chicken and rice. Oh. Um, but, uh, since I've completely dramatically changed my diet, um, I've switched to what's called a a Baja salad there, which is basically, it's got, you know, your, your, um, your lettuce and stuff like that. Plus you have, um, I think you have like beans and rice and, um, I think I put chicken in it. Yes. Plenty of Baja. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's got, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's got like fajita chicken, like prepared fajita chicken in it and that kind of stuff. So nice, but yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty much my week. All right. Well, I guess, uh, I can't remember the phrase, how it goes, but I'm the last one. I was trying to think of a phrase. She <laughs> stands alone. I don't know. She stands alone. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're within the, the last hour of the day. It's getting close to midnight. So sorry about the words that come out of my mouth or don't. Um, so guys, I took a step back into uh, history 2007 when my wife and I had no kids. For the past four and a f- mm-hmm. four and a half days of this past week, what's that like? What? Oh, you said what's that like? Uh, yeah, it's I I don't know. It's already over, and yeah. I, I already miss it. <laughs> it went by so fast. <laughs> it went, I mean, it was four and a half days. It literally felt like four hours. Like I was like, wait, <laughs> we have to go pick up the kids. Are you sure? There's no way to extend this. Wait, do we even have kids? Yeah, wait, who are right. who are kids? We don't have kids. We have a dog at the end. <laughs> I'll do no, you but... one better. Why are kids? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, last week, um, probably the day after I think we recorded or the day of recording, um, Mindy's parents picked up our, our children on Wednesday and took them to another city that they were doing a little ministry and visiting with some friends and some family. And it was just Mindy and I for four and a half days from Wednesday to Sunday. And let me tell you, uh, some of it was a blast. Some of it was literally doing work at our house. And I was like, what are we doing with our lives? Why are we, <laughs> why are we doing this? Why are we doing this housework? We have all this freedom. And, you know, there were some, That's right. there were some days where we lived it up. Like we went to the mall, went to the movies. We saw Black Widow and uh, really enjoyed it. Nice. Just a quick, you know, encouraging word for black widow i am also one of the lovers of black widow i am not a hater for that movie uh i got emotional during the movie i got hit in the feels i laughed more than i thought i was gonna laugh i give it a solid eight and a half out of ten like only because Mm, i think it gets discounted because i don't usually like prequels i i feel like 
uh, Star Wars episodes one, two, and three kind of like put a bad taste in my mouth don't, for going back in time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I just, Roll. I like continuing Roll. the story. And I'm like, when they insert like stories into stories that weren't really there before and they're like, oh, this was happening while this other stuff was happening. I'm like, was it really? Did you just, you just want to make money, mm-hmm. don't you? And uh, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Again, got hit in the feels a few times. Like, I really like the way they took it. And literally, like, you know, the last two movies I've seen, the first two movies I've seen in the theater since COVID hit last year, uh, all about family. Fast and Furious 9, Black Widow. And I loved it. So eight and a half out of 10. Uh, so that was enjoyable. We also, you know, hung out at home a lot. We did a lot of housework, random stuff that it's just easier to do with no kids involved and no, no mm-hmm. in-laws. Yeah. You know, the, there was four less people at the house. So it was just me, Mindy, my wife, uh, and the dog. That's it. So we were hanging out yeah, with we Rayla. Know you did. did you sleep in? Please tell me you slept in. I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff, man. He got a full four and I don't either, hours. but just tell me anyway. Sure. I, <laughs> I slept in till 5 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning Good. every day. That's yep. Yep. That was great. That's was exactly wondrous. me, man. No, I, I, you know, I, I do the same thing. I, yeah, exactly. I know you understand, but yeah, no, I can't sleep in very much because I have a two and a half month old German Shepherd that is uh, still learning how to hold it, ah. still learning what mm. she can contain in that little bladder of hers. Um, <laughs> I think the first couple Which weeks isn't much. I'm sure it's. <laughs> I mean, it's gotten much. better. I overestimated the first couple weeks, and there were moments where I was like, you know what? I mm-hmm. think she can. She'll be all right. And I'd get like seven and hours nope. of sleep, wake up the next day. And it was like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it, but stuff hit the fan tough wake up and there. it was not good. So big mess to clean up. But, uh, I've been learning since then. And, and just, I just get up early in the morning, take her out and then put her back in her little room where she kind of has like a, a two hour rest before we then actually get up in the morning or do training and all that fun stuff, feed her. And, uh, yeah, but we had a good time. Uh, Mindy and I, we uh, we watched the Tomorrow War with um, with oh uh, I saw that Star Lord. That looked really good, actually. It was uh, Chris Pratt. It was very uh, surprising uh, in terms of you know yeah, Patrick another movie I haven't talked, watched. Yeah, you got to get with it, man. Amazon Prime Video. Uh, but Patrick had talked about it a little bit, and I was like, you know what? I really like Chris Pratt, and I like time travel movies. You know, just like Mark <clears throat> has shared in the past. Let's give it a try. And I should have done a little more research because Mindy doesn't like really violent kind of jump scary uh, movies. Mm. This has a little bit of that. I didn't realize it was jump scary. I mean, it it depends on who you are. For like someone like Patrick, I know it's like it's like kid stuff. It's like ho hum. It's like a big deal. Uh, but for my wife, right. we were not prepared when stuff started flying in people's faces and bullets started flying. And, uh, nice. yeah, it was, but it was really, she took it in stride. We, you know, I stayed by her side the entire time. I didn't just get up randomly and go to the bathroom or make a sandwich. I stuck with her and, uh, <laughs> it was good. We really, I mean, we good enjoyed man, it. Good man. I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven and a half, um, out of 10, uh, you know, and so I think it's, I think it's good and, uh, it's, I recommend it recommend watching it's funny and uh a very interesting take on time travel as patrick said i don't want to say too much but it it was a very interesting unique take on time travel um and then the last one we watched which i know patrick's not a big fan of but he's the reason i actually watched it uh we checked out in the heights on hbo max 
the uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay. And uh, you've yeah, lost musical. him. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that he actually no, no, wrote. I, I like Lin. <clears throat> yeah. He's got a, I, he's got a, a, a really fresh take on music. I think I really enjoy his, his, his hip hop feel to his music. You know, that's peppered throughout oh, yeah. all the music he does and whether it's Moana, Hamilton, uh, or in mm-hmm. the Heights, uh, it, it was uh, it was definitely like modern Hamilton. Like you can tell he and what's funny is he wrote the the Broadway musical for In the Heights before he did Hamilton, and you can tell you can see the connecting influence where there's a lot of times interesting like Patrick has shared <laughs> that uh, it's like the same same song, same feel, and it is, but uh, it's a yeah, different same, story, yeah. and it's in movie form, so it was a little. I find in some ways it was a little easier to follow being in more cinematic form than Hamilton was where it was a stage play that was filmed. Uh, but it was, it was enjoyable. It was really good. Um, and I, I too, I give it a seven and a half out of 10 also. Uh, I appreciate a good musical. Um, it wasn't my favorite musical. It definitely wasn't better than Hamilton, but it was still mm. something we wouldn't normally get to watch uh, with the kids home because normally the kids stay up to like nine, nine thirty, especially during this break time. And, I can't last past 11 without falling asleep. Sometimes 10.30, I'm dozing off to whatever we're watching. So we got to watch this and got to watch the whole thing. It was like two and a half hours long, very long, but we made it. It was good. So if, if with it, since it's a musical, yeah. so if Pat absolutely hates it and you think it's pretty good, then that <clears throat> means I'm going to love it. You got it. <laughs> Hey, there you go. You got it, my friend. You'll love it. Music, yeah, musicals are 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 more my more my thing. So I know that's yeah. not for for everybody. Obviously, I I only got through the first song of In the Heights because it sounded exactly <laughs> like the intro like, to Hamilton. I was like, I can't do this again. Oh, you, is that all the further you got was the first song? <laughs> I think I couldn't. Yeah. I was like, this this is it. the same rap. It's the same thing. Instead of instead mm-hmm. of saying I'm not going to give up my shot or whatever he says in, the, in Hamilton. It's in the heights. I'm like, oh, okay, that's the only difference. All right, well, I've I've already seen this then. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bed. That's oh, amazing. Man. And I'm done. And out. I can guarantee you, it doesn't end in a duel, though. Does it? Can you? Or doesn't it? I won't tell. That's it is spoiler. the Bronx. It, it you never know. Tell you. you have to wait and see. <laughs> so yeah, that's fair. Check it out. No, the the duel happens <laughs> in the middle of the of the movie. <laughs> that's right. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So besides that, getting to watch some of those movies, we of course got Uber Eats, went out to eat, did try to do some of the things. I mean, other times we were, you know, nearly 40 year old couple, just like, you just want to watch some TV, hang out, watch Jeopardy. Good for you, <laughs> you man. know, got to live it up, but you can't do too much. <laughs> You'll hurt yourself if you do too much. So yeah. I didn't want to hurt myself. Um, the last thing in real life that I just wanted to shout out was uh, The Chosen. Season two had its finale this past Sunday. Yes. I don't know if there are any chosen watchers out there, but uh, I got into it a little late, but during the pandemic, um, it is stupendous. It is a, a retelling of the life of Christ. They're going to do a total of seven seasons, if you know little to nothing about it, but they're doing it mainly from the perspective of the chosen, the disciples. Um, the title of the show is kind of like a triple entendre, talk about the chosen people of God, the chosen uh, Savior in Jesus, and then his 12 disciples that he chose. And uh, this is easily the the best 
uh, portrayal of Jesus and his life so far that I've seen in my entire life and experienced. Like it is huh. bar none. Uh, it's it's refreshed my my the joy I have in talking about Christ and talking about Jesus and thinking about his life, his ministry. Um, have have any of you guys watched The Chosen at all? No, no, I, have I've not yet. To, I, I haven't had a chance to yet, but I've been meaning to, and I've heard nothing but good things. And I've hear I've heard a lot of the same things that you have said as well. It's yeah. probably one of the best portrayals of Christ. I can't. So I, that's awesome. I can't emphasize enough how how good it is. How not only it's it's one of those things. You know, you know when you watch something, and you're like, I need more people to watch this so I can talk about it, or so that mm. they can be they can see what I've seen. Yeah. It's it's that kind of experience. Um, it's, you know, and honestly, I went in really skeptical when we started watching it. Uh, I think it was the end of last year and we totally binged. Well, no, we didn't binge. We tried to go week by week with it. But, um, you know, overall, like with Christian media, uh, with stories about Jesus, it's like cookie cutter. Like now we got to make Jesus all nice. We got to make him good looking or we got to do this and that. And this doesn't do that to the degree that's distracting or is typical of Hollywood or you know, Christian directors or writers or whatever. Uh, it is just, it is a fresh take on the gospel, on the story of Jesus. And uh, definitely recommend you check it out. Um, but yeah, we watched it uh, on Sunday and it is just so good. And it's free. Uh, you can watch the first season on YouTube uh, for obviously for free. And then you can watch from season one, you can watch every episode as it comes out on the app. It's a free app. It's not like, and it's not like you watch for 10 minutes and you get a commercial, like people are donating and giving so that people can watch it for free. All the episodes are available for free. So there's no paywall. There's no, uh, there's only, I guess, a download wall. So if you don't know how to download stuff on your device, then you're going to have trouble, but uh, they do have it available on DVD and Blu-ray. Not that I'm like a salesman for the chosen, but just want to throw that out there. <laughs> there's great though. Lots man. of options. Thank you. Checks in the mail. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Chosen Season 2 was fantastic. And the last but not least gaming update, it's all about 5BC and family. I've been playing Dead Cells, trying to take down the hardest difficulty. I am struggling, can't get past the third biome. I keep dying over and over and over again, but I'm going to get there eventually. Um, the family part has been fi uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads. Patrick's, one of Patrick's favorite games. I broke that baby out this past week. Played it on stream, and it did not disappoint in some ways. In other ways, <laughs> definitely disappointed. This is an ugly game. This is a clunky game. You're either driving a tank or you're driving uh, some kind of like uh, ice skater in escapades, like slipping around everywhere, hitting walls. Um, woo, this, this is a rough game. But let me tell you, it's all about family, so it doesn't matter. It's 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 all about the journey, my friend. Uh, I, I've been laughing my way through this game, not always for good reasons, but Patrick can attest that yeah. at one point I was driving through a level that wasn't even like you're not chasing anyone, you're not being attacked by anyone, you're just trying to get to your destination. But every single car you go by or run into literally is like set to explode if you touch it. <laughs> So like you're driving down the road, I'm Dom, and Dom's like 
he's just he's just casually talking to Letty, and he's like, "So then I'm doing this and that." And while you're talking casually, you're hitting cards, and they're exploding and flying through the air. No response. <laughs> so it just hits me what is That's happening amazing. right now. How ridiculous! Is it? I just get the giggles, and I just start. I just laugh and laugh and laugh the whole whole way there. And this game is so ridiculous. <laughs> It wasn't even a mission. You were driving. To I was driving the to the mission, and I'm just exploding. And I'm like, I just oh. killed a family of four right now. Like while I'm driving <laughs> down the road, I just, I just bumped this little, you know, in this little, car, little minivan, and explodes and flies in the air. But uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh. And I just rescued uh, 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 what is his name? Not Romero, uh, Roman. Roman. Yeah, I just rescued Roman, and I literally, like, it literally took me 24 tries to rescue Roman. Like I could not figure out how to destroy this semi truck that I had to like cut its wheels or something with Letty's car. It was awful. But you mean you couldn't just run into it? I mean, that's what I tried to do for the first twelve times. I was just you would think you would it. think, but you have to like get near the yellow tires and you have to use your like your little blades on the side of your wheels to buzz saw it down to lose its life. And sounds like an you awesome Ben Hur it. Yeah, it, that's exactly what I had to do, and I didn't get that the first twelve tries. And then, then I got it twelve tries later, and I still had had struggles, but I got there eventually and rescued Roman. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's fun. I think I'm towards the end. It's, I'm trying to find some kind of rocket missile silo to stop the end of the world, United States, Canada, whatever they're attacking. I don't know what's happening really, but it's all about. (laughs) This would have been amazing to have this conversation when the dev that made the game was on our show. (laughs) I really, I really had bad timing on that part, but you know, (laughs) what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yep. Yep. Awesome. All right, so that's uh, that's my update. That's all I uh, came to share. So I'm I'm out. See you guys later. Have a nice night. Okay, bye. Right, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right, see ya. So we finally made it. Topic of the show, and I think we're uh, we're basing this one around you, Tim Router. So what do you want to talk about? I don't even. I was gonna say I don't even know what the topic is. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we uh, why don't we transition over and we'll talk more Ooh, about it? That's a great idea. That's right, folks. We are talking about Assassin's Creed and making money in video games. That's all I got. <laughs> go ahead, Mark. Two things that go That's... really well together. <laughs> They're really related, yep. actually. Quite <laughs> so no... related. <laughs> no, so obviously, you know, you guys on Married to the Games, one of the main things that you guys like to do is obviously you go over the gaming news, current gaming news, things like that. So I tried to pull some stories uh, from... Uh, what's going on in the gaming world, uh, some current stuff, just so we could talk about it. And obviously, one of the big ones is is right up your alley, Tim. Um, uh, and the first yeah, one we're going to talk about um, is the big rumor out there, uh, according to several news sources. Um, the article I have up here is from Bloomberg, but um, several outlets um, reported on this. So basically... Uh, it kind of got leaked out by sources um, in in the industry that uh, Ubisoft is preparing to make an a fully online multiplayer service Assassin's Creed game um, that will essentially evolve over time. 
Whereas, you know, previous Assassin's Creed games, they, they stick to one particular time period um, and, and really focus in on this. Um, uh, the code name that is out there for Assassin's Creed, uh, this particular game is called Assassin's Creed Infinity. And, beyond. Um, and that's like the third. Yeah, this is like the third or fourth game that I've heard of le- lately that has like infinite or infinity of some kind. Right. So apparently yeah. that's a big buzzword right now. Um, but yeah, uh, infinity will com- contain, according to the article, multiple settings with room to expand to others in the months and years following its debut. Said the people who asked not to be identified discussing a project under development. Hmm. Um, so yeah, they are, they are going for, uh, an online service, uh, for Assassin's Creed. So, uh, Tim, I will open up the floor to you. What do you, what do you think about this idea? What do you, what do you think Ubisoft can pull this one off? I, I think it's Assassin's Creed GTA online version is what they're, they're really going for. They're trying to get, yeah. they're <clears throat> trying to do what Rockstar has been doing for a while. Um, I am not, uh, I'm trying to get my, wrap my head around the multiplayer part of it. Is it going to be like how unity was where you're, is there like co-op missions? Is there like, how, how is this going to happen in the Assassin's Creed world? Because typically it's, and this is why I've always loved the Assassin's Creed is it's solo campaign and you're out and you go and you, you do your missions and your side missions. And now we have an online component and now we have a multiplayer component. So I'm assuming that you're with other assassins, which would then bring back memories of Unity, which was my least favorite Assassin's Creed game because I think mm. they threw too much at you all at the same time. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not opposed to it. <clears throat> I I just like my Assassin's Creed games the way they are. And yeah. they they pride themselves on the historical side of things, on the research that they do. How are they going to do this in a faster environment like online is, and especially like multiplayer is? How are they going to create these different realms? And so if I want to go there uh, and go to this era, I can go there and then play with my friends there or go here. Uh, it's definitely not something that's going to happen overnight. You know, I would certainly try it. I'm not hugely thrilled about it. Um, I'm also, yeah, I mean, I think I can leave it at that. I'm not, we'll see. It's one of those, we'll see. Let's see what they do. Let's see what direction they're going. Um, All at the same time, you know, they're not coming out with another game this year. They made that announcement at E3. And so they're going to continue with what Valhalla is doing. So we have this really long Assassin's Creed lull here. So if you've already played Valhalla, you're going to be twiddling your thumbs with any Assassin's Creed for a while. Is yeah. that supposed to fill that void? I don't think they're there yet. Um, so it's just kind of, oh, hey, maybe maybe in a couple of years we'll have this put together for you. Infinity! Sure. So I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical, but I mean, they can, they can certainly pull it off. Uh, I just i'm just curious to see how yeah i feel like the name infinity is like a double entendre and it's like we have infinite possibilities and our deadline is infinite so we don't really have to finish anytime soon (laughs) yep you're welcome yeah i mean i'm not strapping in anytime soon and and like got my seatbelt ready and we're gonna go full throttle this is gonna be a slow burn yeah i i think 
So the I have I have concerns, basically, um, just because you know um, Ubisoft was having real issues with with Assassin's Creed pre uh, was it uh, was it Origins I think it was yeah, pre Origins yep yeah where they were like really just digging like digging into into a hole there with with their projects um, the Assassin's Creed games were not going well obviously Unity was a big problem. Um, mainly because, I mean, the lack of focus in the story and not to mention the game was buggy as crap. Um, so yeah. (laughs) Um, and then when, once they started doing origins and Odyssey and Valhalla, they, they really took their time with it. They really put, brought the focus back in, um, from, from what I understand, they took all the animus, I mean, they still had some animus stuff in there, I guess, but they took a lot of those fantastical elements out of it and really focused in on on the time period um so it it really kind of in some ways feels like they're taking a step back because they're having to focus on multiple time periods um but at the same time i can see where you know typically you have one character that you're focusing on for one game you know this could be instead Mm -hmm. multiple generations of, of this bloodline of an assassin um, where it's like you're essentially somewhat playing the same character over multiple periods of time. So you have a, a longer progression of the characters. Um, so I, I could see them doing that. Who knows if they actually will do that. And, and from, from what I'm understanding and I could be completely wrong about it, you know, it's like you have a certain amount of time, like, I don't know, three to six months where you're in this time period and then it'll start to shift and it'll go into another time period. Um, and, and that's where you'll get that evolution that they're talking about. Um, whether UV, Ubisoft can pull that off and pull it off as a multiplayer service. I don't know. I really don't know. Their track record is not, not great. Um, so if you're going to do it, take the time and make it right. Do it, do it well. Don't, don't, don't bring it out half baked. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's you don't my want thoughts. Another Avengers. Yeah, yeah. That. Yes. Mm-mm. Oh, Avengers. Um, uh, you guys, uh, Pat, Ronnie, do you guys have any other? And Lucas, any other oh, thoughts? Thank you. Yeah. The one of the one of the big things with live service games in you know like with Assassin's Creed, they're coming out with a new game every couple of years and it's very focused. This is a time period that, that, that it's going to be. And this is the story. Uh, when you're doing a live service, you know, if, if you're coming out out of the gate with one story and say, you don't add another story for maybe four to six months or whatever the timeline is yeah. with these live service games, sometimes people are like, all right, I don't, I don't, I've already played this game. I know there's like, dlc or an expansion to this live service but i've already moved on mm-hmm, you know sure. only a few games really have done it really well uh in destiny and grand theft auto and i mean maybe a little bit of apex because that is a whole whole that's a whole nother genre right uh, but very few games have been able to, to pull this type of live service off um a lot of other games just fail you know they they lose their player base whether that's on on consoles or pc they lose that player base, which basically kind of ruins the game 
if it's going to be multiplayer, if it's going to be a single player live service game, that's a whole different story. But if they're going to throw in that multiplayer, yeah. then that's going to be really hard to keep keep that like player base to keep matchmaking uh, uh going. So it's going to be really hard, and, and that's the that's the hardest part is to keep the player engaged. If you're going to be slow moving on your content drops like Avengers is, people are going to fall off immediately yeah. and move on to something else. Yeah, I hear you. I've just never been a big fan of these games. Honestly, I've tried in the past these like online multiplayers and um, Mm -hmm. just a couple examples. I I mean, I I tried GTA online. Like I love GTA Um, and I tried it online and I just uh, like you just I don't know. You get killed by somebody who's been playing the game for 80 hours and has all the gear like immediately. Like you're just trying to drive to a mission and they're just gunning you down. There's nothing you can do. Like the same thing happened in. was it Red Dead Redemption? Red Dead Redemption Online, Online, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the most recent one, I think, was that uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's like a pirate game, like a cartoon pirate game. Oh, Sea of Thieves. Oh, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, Sea of yes. Thieves. <laughs> yeah, I remember no, you dude, talking about. I was raining down cannons within the first thirty minutes of yeah. being in that game. I was like, "Yep, I quit." Yeah, griefers. That's yeah, that would <laughs> absolutely. I'm, I'm right there with you, Ronnie. That would drive me insane, and that's why, honestly, like even with. My first multiplayer experience with, was Destiny back in the day. And it was great because I had a couple people with yeah. me to kind of guide me through it. But if I were to go in, I just, I would, like, I'm that same way. Forgive me. I can't stand Warzone because it's the exact same thing yeah. for me. I go in there. Uh, I was, a buddy was like, hey, come on, try it. I know you're not a huge COD person, but try it. You got to, you got to, I go in there. I'm like killed within the first 10 seconds. I'm like, I gotta go. I'm out. I can't, yeah, I can't do yeah. it. You're right. I yeah. Cannot, what's the use in playing if it's not fun? There is zero use, and and yeah, especially with something like that. So, um, yeah. Finish your thoughts. Sorry, I did have I did have one question for all of you when you're when we're done. That that honestly that that's just pretty much it. I just I, I like to get in like when you're getting killed by somebody before you can even figure the game out. Like it doesn't matter how good the game is. Like I'm still getting off of it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all about it's all about the uh you know, the the execution of this for lack yeah, of a I better word. If they if they can continue to drop new content at, yeah. a, at a fast fast rate, I think it's going to keep people in because um I think they're going to be able to do that because a lot of with with Assassin's Creed, they have like a, a 3-year turnaround um mm-hmm. because they use different I guess different developers or different studios that kind of yeah. help that move that along. Sure. Um and if they're all going to be in the same engine and the same type of game and same assets and things like that, I think they would be able to put, to turn out more content at a faster rate to where it doesn't seem like it's uh, a whole new game. They don't have to do a whole new engine or build it from the ground up. They just use whatever's being already developed. I think they would be able to be able to do that. Um, but I, you know, only time will tell if they're going to be able to do that. Now, can you guys sure. clarify for me? Because uh, I didn't catch this news. I only saw like the headlines and what you guys have said today. But is this is this replacing the biannual Assassin's Creed stories, or is this an on top of additional game? It's yet to be yet to be determined. Do not know that. Okay. Yeah, they haven't yeah. said they haven't said yet. And and I I hope that they still do their yeah. biannual yeah. because then then that would really fall off for me. Uh, the question that I wanted to pose to you guys, do you think that they would be smart to come out with a brand new character or to try and get those 
that that big Assassin's Creed base, should they go back to Altair or Ezio to start with like a new, a whole different campaign, maybe in that same era, or do they do a completely new character? I kind of go back and forth. If they started with like a Black Flag style thing, I would be all over that in a heartbeat. That would be something that would interest me. I think it's going to depend on what they come out with first. And my question is, do they go with something familiar or do they, it's a, is it a whole brand new character in the new setting? I think, I think they could go with the familiar, but, and this is just me thinking this could not be what it is at all. Um, I don't think you will play as Ezio or Altair or Connor or any of those other guys. Oh, we I know, think you will interact we know with Tim them. wants to play as Connor you so will... badly. You want to go back to that. Oh, <laughs> you love that guy. He's, he's got the whiniest, greatest the, That voice little ever. whiny mofo, forget it. No. No. I don't know why. So here's the thing. I... I completely crap on Assassin's Creed 3, I still put 50 hours you into did. that freaking game. Because I I loved <laughs> the hunting. I loved I loved the time yeah. period. But it was one of those things where the character just killed it for me. Because yeah. you're coming yeah. off this macho Ezio or, you know, like the guy that's just got confidence. And this guy was just like, but I'm in my people and boo. And forget it. I, <laughs> I could, could Honestly, it would have been more entertaining if he it. sounded like yeah, that. Yeah, man, I would have totally played more <laughs> right? of that game. Be like, oh, I'm going to assassinate the Templars. Boo, here we go. <laughs> yeah, like, forget it. Was it was so disappointing, oh, just... too, because it's the, oh. it's the American version yes! for Assassin's Creed. And exactly. it was so bad. It was the worst one, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I lo- but, like the the battle scenes where you see the red coats and like you're running through like all that stuff. The trailers were amazing. Everything about it just screamed, "This is going to be epic!" And the character just botched it for me completely. I did not. So, I think the anyway, Canadians just yeah, don't like no. us. So, so <laughs> my thought on the the whole character thing with this, if. If they're still going to continue the biannual like story, you know, set pieces kind of deal, is that possibly they're not going to focus on a character per se. You're going to be the character, like it's multiplayer, so right. you're going to bring your own mix yeah. to it, your own feel. I don't think they're going to go as far as like Fallout or uh, Cyberpunk, where you like create their nose and their eyebrows and their blood type and their fingerprints yeah. and all that stuff, but. Uh, cyberpunk went pretty far with that yeah for sure i don't yeah if, if they go to the details <laughs> of cyberpunk think? that's i mean it actually might <laughs> be played by more people you know if you can you know can change stuff anyways i think uh, they should just upgrade black flag and make it online multiplayer yes yeah i mean that's pretty much sea of thieves, isn't honestly it? I'm, i'd be all in on that it's sea of thieves yeah but i, I think i would be all over that too i, I that's <clears throat> That's a good one. That would be a good one to start with. I'm I'm curious where they're going to go because we're going to have more of Valhalla this year. That's all fine and good. A lot of people are already over that. I mean, the game is huge. I'm still playing it, but like, I don't know. Do you go back to a nostalgia piece or do you move forward with something completely different? I think uh, in a completely different time. I period? think you need to give variety. <laughs> like, I think one thing they can do uniquely. Yeah is that they can offer three, four periods and you can like yes. hop around, you know? And and if they, if so help yep. me, if I they like give that. us one time period 
And then three months later, they're like, here's the next one. People are not going to stick with it. Uh, you got to give at yeah. least three time periods, I think, to give a good chunk of, you know, where people can get variety. They can hop around. They can explore, you know, and hopefully they'll do not just the assassinating part in some multiplayer, maybe some play by yourself, single player amidst people, hopefully not as volatile and as griefing as, you know, Red Dead or GTA Online, but something where you can kind of intermingle with people, but you don't have to worry about, oh, who's this NPC over here? Oh my gosh, they just killed me, you know, kind of deal. Right. But you got to, I think they got to give variety. So hopefully they're going to give a few set pieces and let you kind of just sandbox it, like run around. Oh, I want to be in Greece. Oh, now I want to be in, I don't know. And I think one of them needs to be a new set piece like Japan I agree. Or Canada, you know, Woo! somewhere we haven't been yet. Have they done like a samurai one yet? I don't know. They no. Not for Assassin's Creed. Other than I think maybe I mean, one yeah, of like called, the... Um, that's called Ghost of yeah. Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't Run. there like that's a... Um, like, a... I can't... I couldn't play another game after after that. Like yeah. if there was if there was a time period like that, I would probably compare it too much to Ghost. And I'm and like... That was the pinnacle for me. Like, I don't need another one of those. It's too good, and we're let it let it live right there. You immediately go searching for the foxes. Yeah. Like, where are the fox dens? I want to go hang out with the foxes. Oh god! around. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, for for me, I think they. I think um, maybe it's more about what I want. But for a live service game, uh, if I feel like you're going to be creating your character, like Lucas, you said, it's going to be like a Fallout. You're going to be. I think you're going to be. You are going to be creating everything about this person uh, because mm. if it's a live service game you want to be able to grow yeah. with the world uh i don't want them to give me a character like 500 uh, all tires running stuck around with them for for <laughs> years if this is going to be a whole like uh, several you know years decade worth of, uh, of a game i don't want to be stuck with the same person i want to be i want it, be, it, it to be me or whoever i created um, but you know they're going to give you like 50 bajillion skins and things yeah, like I mean, that. Like it's, right. it's, if it's going to be multiplayer, you're going to have to be able to, to be able to distinguish who's who. If you're not going to have the same person, yeah. Um, and and like what you said, Mark. Since since it, in my eyes, if I'm going to be creating the per, a person, then I won't be playing as as Altair. I won't be playing as SEO. However, I they I feel like they are going to create worlds where you're going to be going into those. Uh, time time periods where you're going to interact with the SEO, where you're interact with Altair and yeah, and for sure, Connor, for sure. You know, like Ooh, that's yeah, we first one. I, 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 I wouldn't mind going back there. I wouldn't mind going back to that time period. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Then I can murder uh, exactly. Connor. <laughs> exactly. You read my mind, Tim. <laughs> that's the only reason why I want to go back so I can option? just murder him. You're the option? guy in that Ford truck yeah, yeah. who gets out the gun on uh, <laughs> Connor. It's like, oh, let me help you. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Connor, Connor is the Audi. I am the truck. Let's go. Uh, any uh, any other thoughts? Everybody, hearts clear there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll yeah. be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens with it. Um, if they can actually pull it off, just Ubisoft. Take the time. Don't rush yes. it. Yes. For sure. I'm pretty sure they said they are taking the time that this is not even, this isn't coming out until maybe 2023. Really? So okay. I think they are going to take their time. Fair enough. Okay. Someone had just Good. written it down on a napkin and they're like, we need to announce this so people know what we're doing. <laughs> yep. That's right. Uh, Quick, send yeah. it to print. 
Go. Exactly. <laughs> Tim, uh, just so you know, on Discord, uh, Lord Zukor had this to say. He said, hey, Ooh. Tim, in what time period and location would you set the next Assassin's Creed game? I've said this before on our podcast. Say it again. I don't know how to pull it off, but it could be a really cool storyline to do a Civil War period where one character is a brother of another Ooh. opposing side. <clears throat> there you go. Do something like Ooh, that. Like That'd be cool. I love that time period as well. I think there's there could be a lot that can happen with that. It could be three all over again, not as whiny. But there's you've got some you have a lot of different storylines you could go yeah, to. Definitely. I think that would be really cool. Mm, I like that. I don't know what you'd like call that. it either. I mean, you would have to call it Assassin's Creed Civil War. You can't call it Brotherhood because we've already had Brotherhood. But like I love that the brothers fighting brothers dynamic could be like that's gotta be in there in, in the story somewhere. Yeah. So no, it's got to be like dang, just the just the title, Assassin's <clears throat> Creed Civil War. I'm yeah, already for in. Sure. There's just not enough else. games on the Civil War era. I feel like, and that would be yeah, yeah. I think it would be incredible. And if they they pride themselves on doing their research on the historical aspects of things, I mean, they nailed they they've nailed almost everything that they've done. And I think it's great. I even I love Syndicate. Like I thought Syndicate was fantastic, and going through that whole time period. Uh, but man, a, just Civil War would be really cool. Nice, yeah, sweet deal. Who can top that? That's a that's a great that's a great grab. <laughs> I think they need to awesome. do it right now. So you uh, you executive that's listening to the show right now for Ubisoft, you that's know what right, to do. All of you, write that on a napkin and announce it. We will support <laughs> uh-huh. you. Just leave it at the bar somewhere. I'll just exactly, you know, be fine. exactly. Just put credit credit Tim Router for the thought. I, honestly, we should probably get some royalties or something. I agree. I'm with uh, Ronnie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so well, let's go on to the next story then. Gear switching um, time. Yep. Uh, so we had two super high dollar uh, video game auction events, basically one breaking the record for the other within, within a few days of each other. Um, so back on July 9th, um, there was an auction being held where uh, a mint inbox uh, early edition of the legend of Zelda for NES, uh, the original sold for $875,000. Hold on. Before uh, which, you go any further, Mark, I don't. I, I didn't look into this, but I, I know that it was an early edition of the Legend yeah. of Zelda for NES. What is the difference between the early edition between and, and another edition? Is it just the box, or is the game is the game the same? Um, I think it's know? it's just the first printing. I think there's evidence to find that it's like a first printing of some sort. Oh, okay, I yeah. got you. Yeah. So. Um, Unfortunately, I don't see in the article. I'll have to five thousand dollars. Yeah, insane. But (laughs) which, yeah, that's incredible. How anybody has that kind of coin to just just throw that out there is insane. But that, but wait, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Um, there's more. (laughs) Just a few days later, uh, a copy mint in box of Super Mario sixty four was sold at auction. Uh, it's at an auction, I believe it's called Heritage Auctions, uh, for 
million dollars <laughs> and just For blew Super that Mario 64. You know Steel. you can get that Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy for like 60 bucks. Well, now you can't because they took it off the <laughs> yeah. shelves, but but right. wow. But still, like I don't get me wrong, I love Super Mario 64. I that was the first Nintendo 64 game I ever had. I absolutely love that game. <clears throat> I would not pay 1.5 million dollars for that game. I mean, was it handcrafted <laughs> by like blind nuns in Japan, like with would the that blessing the value? of? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like it I could. Mean, it sounds pretty unique. How many video games do you know that are handcrafted by blind nuns? Honestly, <laughs> uh, I can't even think of one now that you put me on There's the spot. One, exactly. Two, See, one point five million dollars. Like what? I don't. I don't understand how this works. I think it's fake. So you could have like, a really awesome mansion or one video. It was game. yeah, exactly. Sealed. <laughs> you can't even play it. The second you play it, it becomes. <laughs> Then it's over. A normal, worthless, I don't, yeah, just, devalued. Like, what do you? Whatever. What do you do with the game? What do you, you look do at with it. it? You smell it. <laughs> you look at I it. Think, I, I just take a. Can't even smell it. I don't think, or it'll lower in value because you'll take away. You can try. Room with track lighting and museum roping. And exactly. That's, that's <laughs> you you got to get the rope if you buy it. I feel like. I mean, if I yeah, right. basically it's <clears throat> if oh, I buy a rock off of Patrick for a million dollars, does that uh? I don't. I don't know. Like, does that make it special? Like, I swindled. Yeah, I think well, yeah. that, that means you got ripped off. <laughs> like, like to Patrick, it does. Right, but like, I don't. I just don't get it. Like, someone holds up this game. Who, there's got to be more than one sealed copy of this game. Like, what about the guy that paid like, I don't know, ten thousand dollars for a sealed copy? So this of has Mario never 64? been opened ever. How does How does this work? No. And it was graded. It that obviously there's an organization that grades these based on the condition that right. it's in. And so uh, the grade that they gave it was a 9.8, A++++. Right, 98%. Okay. So the box, I would assume, has to even be like in gray condition. Yeah, like it must be, it Christine. has to be like, yeah, it has to, it has to be like, like in the shrink wrap. Yeah, and smell like Mario. You know there's probably like music. a bunch of those just in somebody's box in a basement somewhere that just never even got open. <laughs> yep. No, they'll <laughs> never know. Be. If I found that, I wouldn't be like, I wonder how much this is worth. I'd be like, that's well, probably worth about 50 bucks. It's like it's like I'll E.T. Give you 50 with... bucks for it, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those those all those copies of <clears throat> et that they found in that landfill in new mexico in landfill somebody has them like that's right stored somewhere in the middle of nowhere but like did miyamoto, <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure that's worth 1.5 million now did miyamoto <laughs> bless this like did he sweat on it like lick it i don't know like sign it <laughs> like, sweat i don't i don't get it like i know miyamoto like actually idea. from from point a to point b he started and programmed the entire thing with blind just in nuns. one sitting yep. and then with blind yes nuns <laughs> they programmed it together <laughs> they're like we don't know how to code we're blind nuns and he's like oh you'll get it just give it time i'll teach you i'll, I'll teach, teach you the ways uh but yeah imagine it's... having that that kind of money just laying around i was like, gonna say what? it's I'm the disposable gonna... income for me like the, who's got 1.5 to kill on a freaking video game that you're never gonna open and if you do, you have to go and then put it in. So it's like, what, what you, it, it I want to know sense. what else that guy has. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that guy stuff. has other things in his collection. Yeah. 
He, he probably also bought The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> he just wanted to break the record. <laughs> probably. A lot of people are saying that it's that it's the auction itself that's uh, that's kind of overhyping this, um, and that's it's like generating this this fake buzz, and that's why the prices are so are so high, which is certainly a possibility. <clears throat> that's kind uh, of what especially do, really. that's smart. To yeah. be honest, yeah, yeah, that's smart. Especially like with the pandemic and go pandemic still kind of going on in a lot of places around the world. Yep. Um, you know, people are are bored. People want to, you know, invest something and and like, hey, Board check wheel. this out. What do you want to do? I want to buy Mario Kart sixty or Mario Kart sixty four, Super Mario sixty four. How much? One point <laughs> five million. Ah, okay. Why not? Let make, me just go that find out. that in my couch. Yeah. Let, me, let me do that. <laughs> let me write a check here. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like, do you put that on your mantle, or do you put it in like a flame retardant, like a lockbox, laser and beams. put it away in a safe yeah. underground? <laughs> like, I don't like. Where do you put that so it keeps its condition? Is that person going to sell it like five years from now, ten years from now, twenty years For from 1. now? One point six million. Is this an investment? I don't know. Who knows? I don't understand it, but. The point is that money could have gone to a lot better things, uh, and uh, such as there was another. What's that? Such as transition. Yeah, there was another portion of the gaming world that was putting their money to much better use. Uh, so um, we've talked a little bit, at, or I've talked a little bit about it on the on the podcast before. Uh, there's an organization called Games Done Quick, uh, and they basically uh, they're they're their whole thing is speed running video games. They, there are entire groups dedicated, um, you know, their whole communities of people speed running particular games and helping each other learn how to, you know, uh, um, you know, figure out glitches and, and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, basically learn how learning how to beat the game as fast as possible and manipulating there we go that's yep. the word manipulating the game yes. to find you know secret areas where you can skip whole segments of the game and and just beat the game as quickly as possible they they keep score of like the world record times and things like that and this organization called games done quick they bring all these people together and um several times a year uh, it's actually like like three times a year, um, they will have a long, long stretch marathon uh, where they have, you know, the best of the best of, of speed runners come on and, and speed run all sorts of different games. Um, and they do it for charity. Um, and, um, you know, games done quick. Uh, this, I think the last few, um, the last few games done quicks so they've been doing, they've been supporting an organization called uh, doctors without borders. Mm-hmm. And these guys, mm-hmm. basically they, they go wherever the aid is needed and they provide medical support. Um, so that's where the without borders, cause it's wherever it is around the world, wherever it needs aid, they will go and they will, they will help out. They will provide medical aid for people. <clears throat> um, and, and so um, <clears throat> this past week, they had the awesome or summer games done quick, um, which uh, raised two point eight million dollars uh, within the span of a week. Uh, that goes directly to uh, Doctors Without Borders. Yeah, um, eat that so Super Mario sixty four. 
in your face. Yeah. I know that's <laughs> two Super Mario's right there. <clears throat> yep. That's right. So, I mean, obviously, you guys know I love watching this stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll talk I'll talk a little bit about highlights of, of Games Done Quick in a little bit. But, um, I mean, thoughts on this? What do you guys think about this? I think it's awesome. I mean, like, yeah. just the, uh, they're, they're just playing games. I mean, this is kind of like um, Extra Life, yep. but this is just like yep. uh, on on yeah. speed. I mean, they're just like, hey, we're, we're literally going to beat all the games Red Bull really play. quickly. Yeah, it's. I think it's yep. really cool. And it's like, and, and the way they do these things and just, man, like you said, manipulate Break the it. game to like, I think one of them was like Super Mario 64. Uh, speaking of that, like there's a way where you can jump in the lobby of the castle and all of a sudden you're at the end boss like real quick. Like yep. within seconds, um, that's just like amazing to me how how people can figure the glitches out like that. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, and the best part is like, you know, people people dog on games all the time. They they like talk, oh, it's a waste of time, and you know, it's a kids thing, and and all that kind of stuff. Like, what's the point? But these are people who are doing what they love. Uh, doing it together with lots of other people and doing it for a great cause. Yeah. And that is not a waste of time. Right. So, um, I mean, like, yeah, the highlights, uh, Patrick, you touched on it. Um, So this guy did, um, obviously, if you're familiar with Super Mario 64, there's kind of two ways you can beat uh, Super Mario 64. There's a minimum of 70 stars that you have to collect in order to even be able to um, approach the final boss, uh, the final Bowser. Um, but you're technically not 100%ing the game until you've gotten all 120 stars. Um, so this guy did a 70 star run, but he did it blindfolded. Get out of what? town. Nuns? <laughs> what? Was he a nun? Yeah. He yes. was not a nun. <laughs> nun that handcrafted the game. He played it blindfolded. They actually, uh, Games Done Quick actually provides incentives, uh, different incentives to try to raise more support and make it more interesting. And so like one of the incentives was they had like three different types of blindfolds that this guy could use. And the one that they ended up, um, you know, the one that ended up winning was like this white kitty cat blindfold. And and so it's just hilarious to watch him, you know, completely blindfolded with his little white kitty cat blindfold on. And yeah, the whole time, this guy mm. uses he uses audio cues instead of um, instead of being able to see the game and and all that. He uses nothing but audio cues, and he knows like how many steps a boss has to take um, before it's he can wild. actually attack. Um, That's he one punch hitting the wall. He knows the exact you know, uh, amount of distance that will, that will cause you to move so that he can jump to a certain platform. Yeah. He's like, and and so he Mario 64. (laughs) Yeah. It's insane. And, um, he actually, uh, achieved a personal best record, uh, for, for himself. He beat, he did it, uh, 70 stars blindfolded in one hour and 49 minutes. I don't think I'll be able to find a single star in one hour and forty nine minutes. My lifetime, folded in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, insane. 
And and this is the same guy that what you were talking about, Patrick, where, yeah, there's a glitch in the main sort of uh, lobby of the castle where if you um, if you go to a certain wall and you you maneuver yourself in a certain way and you have to hit a certain amount of buttons fast enough to where it generates momentum to the point where it glitches you through um, a wall that you're not supposed to get to until you at least have like eight stars. And even then, once you get through the door, you can't get all the way up the stairs. It's just like an endless staircase until you get a certain amount of stars. He did it. First try, 39 seconds, just bam, Mm. he was right there. (laughs) And even he he was blown away because typically that doesn't happen. You have to do it multiple times to even get there. But he did it first try. They were like expecting him to take like five, ten minutes to get there. And it's like, oh, well, we're done. (laughs) 39 seconds. Yeah, I think it doesn't take like 45 seconds to boot up the game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's awesome. But um, yeah, I mean, that was one of the biggest highlights. Um, They have their, their typical guys that like, you know, they're always there for, for speed runs. Like uh, there's one guy that I know that always does Mario three speed runs. Uh, His name is Mitch flower power. Um, And uh, yeah, he's there literally every, every GDQ, um, they do what are called um, Kaizo Mario games, which are like, think about what goes on with uh, with Super Mario Maker and trying to make the absolute hardest levels you can possibly do and then multiply that times 10. And that's the kind of games he speed runs. Yikes. It's, it's those insane. Are, those are crazy. Yikes. And people speed run these. Like, like some people can't even play these games and these guys speed run them like yep. it's absolutely crazy how quick handed and quick finger these guys are yeah. in these games yep so I'll, um crazy. i mean i'll post i'll post around you know on our on our on our twitter page and and on, in the discord some of these videos some of the highlights um but i mean uh, and that's not even the 2.8 million is not even the highest they've they've uh you know they've been able to 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 get in terms of support i think the highest was like 3.3 or 3.4 or something like that but i mean they've had to completely change up their their um the way that they've been doing things they've had to do everything online because they're not meeting in person so they've had to completely change up everything with that and they're still gaining a lot of a lot of support and doing it for a great cause Mm. so hats off amazing for sure to games done quick yep yeah Yep. All right. Well, I am. I'm out. I'm out on stories. Well, there you go. I think that uh, that concludes the topic of our Assassin's Creed and money making video games talk. We hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, Before we get into some of our traditional housekeeping and such, there were a couple more questions that I wanted to ask Tim to make sure he covered for our joiners. Uh, Splig at Dopalition on Twitter. He wanted to know. Uh, router, you enjoy hard games like Sekiro. How do you feel about 2D? Cough, Dead Cells, cough. Dead Cells. <laughs> Not a big... Uh, I mean, the, the, I, I came across uh, Bloodborne 
and like was really uh, um, anxious about it and intimidated by those games because I've always heard that they were super hard and from software always play uh, always has really hard games. I really enjoyed Bloodborne, and then the next step was I said, "Screw it, let's do Sekiro." <clears throat> that uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about two D, and I've never played Dead Cells, and I. I I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I, I'd probably just have to get in there and just kind of see how how I think I would do with it and just kind of go from there. The funny thing is, is I really don't feel like I would be very good at hard games at all. And so, like, I'm, I'm kind of your run-of-the-mill gamer. I, I like, I keep everything on normal. You know, I don't try and go for the, the uber-hard stuff. I just, for some reason, just during that period, I gravitated to Bloodborne for a little while and uh, and then Sekiro. And Sekiro, I had a lot of help, though. I was, you need a guide for that game. I mean, there's no way you can get around a lot of the stuff in that game without a guide. And yeah. so I would watch, I think, I forget who I watched or who I read or some blog, and then I would kind of go through it. So I kind of knew what was going to happen, but you still have to do it and you still have to go through the skills for it. So, yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about that yet. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, you know, you really, uh, when something jives with you and you just go with it, I think you just, you just go with it, but I know. Yeah. You ride it out. Yeah. And yeah, I, you totally ride but it I th- out. I can imagine for you, especially if you're not, you know, like you said, whatever the default is, you just play on normal, that kind of stuff. Uh, yes. you know, playing yeah. multiple, you did multiple tough games like back to back. Right. So you're yeah. probably like, I need a break yeah. from yeah. these games that make me want to cry myself to sleep at night. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't want to do too much. of that. I, Yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those things of like, I'm motivated to do this. I, and I, I just, I can't let things slide. Like I don't want to, I want to plow through and, and do it. And I, you know, with those games, it, it felt a little bit easier to do. I mean, they were they were hard, but um, yeah, I just I enjoyed them. And you're right, like if you if you're into it and you like like it, go, like just keep going and and, and keep enjoying it. That's what games are for. They're not, you know, I if there's a game that's going to completely just make me super frustrated and mad, I'll stop. Like I can I can step away from that because if I'm not enjoying it or I'm, if I'm not challenged in a good way by it then what's the point in playing mm-hmm. it? So, yeah. And the other thing for me is just timing. Like, when am I going to be able to play these games too? Like, sometimes I just need like a quick 45. And that's the great thing about Overwatch or Rocket League is you can get in there, play a, a round or two and get out if yep. you want to. Yeah. And um, the, f- the fun thing with Rocket League is like, we all say you can't leave on a, on a, on a loss. You have to go out right. on a win. And so like, that's why I was up till three in the morning. Cause I was with some people and I'm like, even when I won, I'm like, oh man, just one more, just one more. And you just keep going and you keep going. So it was, it was fun. It was super fun to do. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. So. We'll definitely have to, definitely have to find you on the old Rocket League. Um, last question. Yes. Last please. question for you uh, from Delvin, the king of nothing. He said, I got a simple question yes. for you. What is MTTG's secret in having not only a great community, but longevity in podcasting? Go. Well, thank you for that. Um, we, yeah, we love our community. It, it, it's the fact that we've been around for nine years. We've been consistent. And uh, I think just the interaction that we all have, um, 
you know, I, like I said, I'm not a huge multiplayer person. And, you know, if I'm playing Overwatch and somebody from the community jumps in, like we end up playing for, for a, a long time and we have a great time doing it. And I, I think it's just, we found people that are like-minded uh, and we nurture that and we support that. And I know that if I go into a game with people from our community, we're not going to have this immaturity. I mean, we're all immature, but we're not going to have like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get yelled at from some 12 year old that my mom sucks or whatever. You know, I'm not going to get those kind of things. We're going to get good, wholesome conversations. We're going to have a lot of laughs while we're doing it, but it's just, it's an uplifting community. And uh, yeah, I, there's no real secret formula to it. It's just that we've been doing it for so long. We have longevity and we try to be nice about everything. And I think it goes a long way and people gravitate to that. Nice. Yeah. We well said, well said indeed. I started, I actually know how long you guys have been doing the podcast because you started six months before I left for Brazil and I discovered you guys There you go. pretty much a year uh, after I had yeah. been, you know, after you started, I got in around episode 50, I think. And, uh, yeah, nice. I, uh, I, I love listening to you guys and keeping up with what's going on. Pastor Ham. That's man. right. Uh, anytime there's a question from Pastor Ham, I'm like, oh, this Here is going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and, it usually, and it usually is. So bravo. Yeah. Hey, there's been many times. <laughs> there's always a story before he gets to the of question. Course. There's always a, yeah, there's context. always a buildup. Or a, or a holiday. Yep. Holiday story. <laughs> yeah. I've always appreciated you, uh, you know, in the times I've been able to send questions and stuff that you've, you've really gone all in. I'm like, I don't know if he's going to read this one this week. And then you do. You surprise me sometimes. I mean, spoiler, I try and read yeah. them all, to yeah. be honest. It's just a matter of, it's just a question of timing. And so what will happen is, um, you know, and that's been a really great thing that we've done too. And we started that early was getting listeners to send in stuff yeah. and getting listeners to engage because it's, it's fun uh for people to be like oh man thanks for you know answering my question and, and we enjoy doing that um and we've gotten we get some really great questions some are just ridiculous and then some we've gotten like really serious conversations out yep. of and it's fun to, yeah. to have that full spectrum for so, sure mm-hmm. so we love that sure. uh we love that a lot so yeah it's great yeah absolutely well all right that uh that concludes our hang time with router as is tradition, some very quick housekeeping where we, uh, as always, offer pillows, towels. We top those pillows off with Andy's candy. Housekeeping. Uh, I actually got an Andy's candy this past week because we we uh, we had some nice. Olive Garden. Mm. There Salad you go, bread six baby. <laughs> Olive Garden mints, baby. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. I can eat all of I them. I know, right? I can eat all of <laughs> For them for sure. Um, yeah, so our GMG stream team is finding their stride once again. Uh, Sunday to Saturday, you can find one of us, either Mark on Saturdays. He is on Tuesday, you said tomorrow, right? Yeah, because yeah. I didn't stream on yeah. Saturday. I'll stream tomorrow because I have tomorrow off. There you go. So. so he'll be streaming tomorrow, which you may hey. or may not get this in time and be listening. Oh, good joiner yep. you. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, find him on Saturdays. And then Chris and myself, you can find us pre or post sunrise most mornings uh playing uh, a game for trophies a platinum uh whatever it's it's a variety of different things chris actually today this morning got the platinum for final fantasy 7 remake 
So congrats to Chris. There you go. Chris. That's awesome. Wow. He actually should have gotten it yesterday, but he didn't give any materia or anything to one of his characters. And they showed up in his final party in the game and he couldn't, he couldn't get anywhere. And he only had like 20 minutes left before he had to quit. So he, uh, and I, but I was thankful. I told him I was honest. I was like, well, I don't, normally watch anything or do any screen stuff on Sunday. So when I got to see it today, it was nice to be, be a part of that. So on stream, nice. yeah, that's awesome. yeah, you can find us on twitch.tv and then whatever our names are, it's in the show notes on Twitter and all that. You, if you really want to hang out with us, you'll find it. I believe in you. <laughs> um, also Twitter and discord. You can find us there. You can also find uh, Tim router and the MTTG crew on the, on Twitter at mttg cast i'll just go ahead and say it because i have it memorized from just interacting with you guys so yeah yeah um also you can rate review us on apple podcast Podchaser, and and stitcher help new joiners find us and hang out with us um and then finally you can let your voice be heard by giving us a call at 929 gmg guys anytime ask a question give a comment do an impression share a limerick whatever you want to do uh, and speaking of what should be heard, Mark, what do you want to share with us today, my friend, in the realm of movies? Oh, I got some stuff. Yeah. And now we proudly present to you, our faithful joiners, This Week in Movie History, a GMG production. Yeah, so This Week in Movie History, we've had several good ones. Uh, first off, uh, a more current one. Uh, July 11th, 2007, uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix uh, was was released. Mm. What is that? That's number five, I believe, right? Five. five. I want to say it is. You're correct. Yeah. Good one. Good one. You you could tell with those movies like the they just got progressively more and more dark. Correct. uh, When when stuff was starting to get really bad. Um, And that was kind of the. Kind of well, right after Goblet of Fire. So yeah, Order of Order of the Phoenix. That's when it got really dark. Um, but good movie. Uh, a little bit of specific movie history. July thirteenth, nineteen twenty-three. The Hollywood sign out in in California was dedicated. Oh, okay. Uh, erected and right. dedicated. Oh, right. oh, that's cool. Fun fact. Nice. Fun fact. It used to say Hollywood Land. Hmm. Yes. And, yeah, another fun fact. And uh, Tim Tim Router was there when it happened. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting Zing. for somebody to show up. Yep, had to have had to happen. Love you, Tim. Had to happen. I remember it being very hot that day. It was a little dusty. Yes, you are correct. Oh, that Great Depression. Had a little sweat on the brow that day. Yeah, a little sweat on the brow. Uh, but yeah, see. <laughs> Look at, look yeah. at you! But, uh, he's yeah. using this opportunity just to lash out at somebody that's actually older than him. He's always I know, the guy. I'm finally who not the old man. <laughs> finally, that's right. That's but yeah, right. the last the that's last hilarious. four letters were kind of dropped during a, a renovation in 1949, that's and then it's been Hollywood ever since. Yeah, yeah. Um, July 14th, 1969, uh, the movie Easy Rider. Ooh. You guys know that movie? It's the movie mm-hmm. that uh, used uh, "Born to Be Wild" okay, yeah. in it. Yeah, who was in that movie? 
Jack Nicholson and Dennis Hopper were both in that. It was one of their very early films. Um, And here's a good one everybody can love. July 15th, 1988, Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, best Christmas movie. Wow. Sure. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Best Christmas movie. Christmas, yep. And uh, happy birthday this week to Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, same week, in fact, I think it was actually same day, Harrison Ford and uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker. So happy birthday to y'all right. this week. And that is nice. it for this week in movie history. All right. Nice. All right. Well, speaking of movies, we, of course, are wrapping up soon our nominations and latest editions for the GMG MAFT 100 list, our top movies by at least the opinions of the four hosts of the Good Morning Guys podcast. So uh, let's go ahead and start with Ronnie because he has a few to share. Uh, What do you want to throw out there, buddy? I am going to pass. (laughs) <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Not allowed. It would be better if I actually have one ready next week or four. You mean you have, have four have ready four next week? Next it's going to be better for everybody if we do this. All right. All right. All right. Okay. We're going to pass. You just go ahead and give us all four next week. All right. He's got to find a four movie series. <laughs> lethal weapon four. one lethal no, weapon he's already two, given lethal, lethal weapon three that's right i've already, already hit the lethal weapons up <laughs> okay die hard one <laughs> die hard two die hard i think you should give one to, to tim router yeah you can you can definitely just take, take one, one of ronnie's Ooh. yeah all right let's Ooh. hear it tim Gives um, the best movie. Well, all right. Let, let me throw this one out. Has has the movie Seven been mentioned? Nope. No. There you go. Nope. It is not. I, What's in no. the box? <laughs> so, I I love those kind of movies. Lauren, my wife, hates those kind of movies. Um, that movie stuck with me for a long time because it was gritty. Yes. The twists were fantastic in it. Uh, it was dark, uh, very well acted, and I that movie sticks with me. And if it's ever on, I will watch it and just I will stop whatever I'm doing and I will watch it. Fantastic yeah. movie. Nice, good pick. It's good one of call. those movies that captivates you real quick. It really does. Yeah, in a way that you're like, ooh, or oh, but like the the twists were insane and so Mm -hmm. it was yeah it was great nice all right uh patrick what do you got i'm gonna go with the old dodgeball Ooh! (laughs) if you can dodge a wrench (laughs) you can dodge a wrench wrench you you can dodge a ball nice what is it dip duck dive I can't remember the other one. He says, he says dodge twice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that seems right. Uh, that's, that's a good right. one, Patrick. Well done. Dodge, well done. dip, duck, dive, and dodge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Mark, how about you, buddy? Uh, that's good. Okay, so I'm going to go with a movie that I grew up watching. Um, has a lot of themes that i don't necessarily agree with i consider it a 
very much a fiction movie, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Um, this was a precursor to this actor getting his role in one of my absolute favorite movies. This is basically what got him the role. Uh, Beetlejuice. Ooh. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. Well done. Beetlejuice. All right. Yep, Beetlejuice. Nice. <laughs> that is a I, uh, are you a big Tim Burton fan, Mark? Particu- yeah, sort of. Particularly, I'm a bigger Tim Burton Batman fan because Batman okay. uh, is, is at the top of my list. Okay. The 89 yeah, Batman. I so. absolutely adore him. I think he, he can kind of do no wrong, and the combination of him and Danny Elfman together always makes movie gold. Yep, because Danny Elfman will put the music together, and it's absolutely perfect. And um, the Nightmare Before Christmas will forever be one of my favorites um, that he produced. He didn't—I don't think he directed that, but he at least that was kind of his send-off. Yeah. Um, after being after Disney, like that was his big thing that he did afterwards. I, I and I could be completely wrong. That's what I remember. Yeah. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, that man is is genius. Yep. Suddenly, I have come Mr. Tallyman in my head. Daylight coming, you wanna go home? (laughs) I introduced Piper to Beetlejuice. uh, I think over Halloween, and she really loved it. So really nice. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I was like, all right, that's my girl. (laughs) There you go. Very good. Um, my pick is going to be a superhero flick, but I wanted to represent the X-Men because I really loved the X-Men movies back in the college days it was for me, but I'm going to have the representation be Logan. That's a good call. I think it's a good call, but, uh, let's see. Oh, is it on the list? Lucas, you said that a few episodes ago. Are you (laughs) (laughs) Mark. Uh, Mario Kart Logan, the new Mario sixty Mario Mario Kart sixty four. Mario Kart sixty four is my favorite movie. Thank God it. Did I really say Logan? You really want to represent Logan? I really want to make sure Logan's in there. All right. Are you gonna do a pass like Ronnie? Just come back next. Well, I was okay. Did I say Wally already too? Uh, What is it? There's a Pat Pat hopes you did. You've already said Wally too. You've already said Wally. All right. That was that was that was right after you said Logan. Oh, uh, you know what? I that's only been an episode. My notes are all jacked up, so I'm gonna defer like Ronnie to next week. And I'm gonna give two. <laughs> oh my good, gosh! Good job, guys. Well done this week. I have no <laughs> idea what's happening right now. <laughs> all I brought was my cat story. I didn't bring anything else. <laughs> that's right. And I just wrote down stuff and that uh, apparently I'd already said. I'm like Grandpa. I'm now the oldest. I'm like 55 in this group now. We're we're petering out here at the end here. I've I've learned time. I've learned every time I go, oh yeah, this one. I immediately go to what's on the list already. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna run into that again. <laughs> Ronnie's Ronnie's this week should be Pet Cemetery. <laughs> oh, see, I'm anti scary movie though. Yeah, I'm like the biggest chicken yeah. when it comes to movies. Like I can't even do scary. We won't movies. allow that to be on the list. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Just don't don't let don't let Alita fall into like an Indian burial ground, and you'll be good. That's right. Yes, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Rules to live by. Sneak up on you those Indian burial grounds. 
I'm not sure if she'd come out any worse, honestly. Ooh, jab at Alita. The ghost of Connor's going to come out. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> run, run. All righty, then. Like that, looping it back. There you go. All righty, then, Pat, Mark, and Ronnie J, and, of course, our guest, Tim Router, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners. Go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three.